Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Pindry, featuring producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Monday night. We are live from Las Vegas. It is January 28th. Oakland Supercross just happened, and we are going to break it down. Thank you for listening. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops, and Brat Bar. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us and supporting those sponsors. We really appreciate it. We got a crap ton of shit to give away tonight. So once again, I'm your host, Steve Matthews. With me, as usual, on this Monday night, um, I shouldn't say as usual, special occasion, comes once in a while, the David Pingree. Ping, what's up? Hey, guy. Just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you made it by Showtime. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Had a few issues with the road, yeah, yeah, but I made it. You haven't been in for a few been in for a few weeks, so you still got your A game. Um, did you know that your presence on the show is brought to everyone by Brat Bar? Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, maybe you could just tell a little bit about Brat Bar. Brat Bar, yeah, yeah, um, fantastic product. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. should be buying boxes of them. Um, yeah. What, you want me to tell more? Yeah, you can read that well, little bit. Well, let me thing. tell you a little bit more. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Rob, it's the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. Did you know that? No. Do you know no. I wrote this? But clean and natural foods doesn't sound like anything I want anything to do with. <laughs> <laughs> the Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like he's got Kevin Windham, David Pingree in here. Uh, that's funny. Jimmy Albertson. There's actually a lot of okay, guys that use right. it. They can't say uh, they use okay. it, but oh yeah, okay. Well, and, they have and, other sponsors. Uh, Brotbar.com with three A's. Brotbar.com, three A's. B R A A A P Bar.com. Uh, special guest in the studio. Um, you once competed against him in many races. Yes. Across the country. Yes. Uh, former Factory Yamaha, Factory Suzuki. Bud Racing, Buku Honda. <laughs> that's, uh, a good, that's a good one. Uh, rider to the Stars. Let's uh, only remember him from Buku, though. Those yeah, days. Want to? Let's just do the Buku. <laughs> um, the David Villeman, Le Cobra. How are you? Very good. Thank Bonjour. You. Bonsoir. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to have you in Vegas. What are you doing in Vegas? What's going on? Why are you here? Why am I here? Huh? Yeah. Just for fun, play poker, lose money, a couple grand, and uh-huh. and go home. Oh, okay, all right. And, and I just stay. I knew there was a show on Monday night somewhere, so I say, hey, let's go check it out. Did you bring, did you bring the family? Here. No, no, by myself. Family lets you just go to Vegas and go for it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was with a with a friend and play poker and you know just gamble and that's pretty much it. That's awesome. Um. A little bit of feedback from DV. Do you guys hear that? Or is it just me? I don't hear it. Huh? Accent. I, I it's I a French it, yeah. accent. Is oh, it? you heard it? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, well. he is from France. You know that, right? 
Yeah, that's true. Okay. Maybe, that's, maybe the feedback yeah. isn't feedback so much as it's. Hey, I put just, hey, I put deodorant before I came. Fantastic. Just once tonight, I want to hear him say, like a swear word, and then say, "Pardon my French." <laughs> I, I just think that'd be great. Uh, we need to get a sound drop of that if that happens. By the way, Jason Anderson's on the show tonight. Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson, Travis Baker, Valley Yamaha, and uh, Mike Genova, Moto Concepts owner. DV, that was your team you managed for a couple of years. Auto Concepts? One year. One year? Yeah. Are you okay with Genova? You guys all good? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for my hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. No, no, I'm, I'm all cool with, with Mike. I, I text him, and we were supposed to go to dinner, but we never found a time. And yep. uh, But, yeah, I'm cool with him. It'd be fun to have him on the show. Uh, What's yeah. he going to say about us always calling him Ginobili? He, I don't think he, is he knows. In on that? I don't think he knows. What if we call him that while he calls? We can. I mean, <laughs> you know I mean it was really Kenny. It was really uh, you <laughs> I know, know. Kenny Watson. But you got to keep Blame. it going. It's great. Um, no, I agree. Um, so welcome to the show, and thanks, everybody, for, for uh, tuning in. You can get us on Stitcher tomorrow. You can listen on iTunes. You can get it live on the Pulpamex app on your iPhone. Can you get it on an Android? You can, live, on an Android with XYZ Player, or is that – uh, actually, tune in on the Android. Tune in, player yeah. on the Android. We'll uh-huh. get it to you. Tune in on player on the iTunes on the uh, iPhone. We'll get it for you. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to do. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Um, I guess DV. What is? Let's get. Let's cover DV first. You riding much? Not much. Not much. Not much. Uh, Those days are over. Or? Yeah, every maybe every month or so. Or so. It yeah. depends. You know, it's don't really have um, two stroke. Yeah. Why is it 50? You got to stop this. I love it. I love it. Blue gear, you know, like old school. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, just going to Pala, basically, you know, vet track, have fun. And um, what if you're on the vet track and you're riding and all of a sudden, like, David Villeman passes you? You're like, huh? (laughs) No, it's fun. I like to go ride. Um, I don't ride that much and I can't go for too long, but um, (laughs) uh, it's fun. It's fun. And. Mm-hmm. Like, I always love two-stroke, so I don't really – I kind of want a four-stroke now, 450, so I don't know. Maybe oh, don't ping. Know. He just went from your hero to zero. I like four-strokes. I just like to see him keeping it real, too. Right, all right. Uh, hey, hey, let me see your phone for a second. Uh, I'm Instagramming a picture of your oh, okay. lion's den. Okay, all right, fantastic. I just did okay, air quotes. That's, that's, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, what we want to do, first off, right off the bat, we want to give away a, f- a set of signed Trey Kennard gear from A3. Uh, courtesy of our friends at Fly Racing. Fly Racing guys are stepping up big time for us this year. The gear of choice, Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, who we'll talk about in a little bit, Jimmy Albertson, and a lot of other guys. Uh, they have given us permission to give away Trey's A3 sign gear. We're excited for that. What we're going to do, Tits, you have to email the show, show at gmail.com. Between now, Wednesday at midnight, Huh? Let's make it 11.59 p.m. Oh, God, here we go. 11.59 on Wednesday night. It's going to be a random draw. Random, okay. Random draw. Sure. Text tits or email tits at pulpamexshow at gmail.com. We will do a random draw. You will win the set of Fly Racing A3 Trey Canard gear signed. And uh, just put Trey Canard gear in the subject line. Can we do that? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Thanks to Fly Racing for, for doing that. Uh, really appreciate it. All right. Oakland. Um, I don't know if. You can talk about Oakland without talking about that crash. That would be the biggest thing right now, I think. Uh, Ping, what did you see? Um, I saw Chad Reed definitely starting that. And yeah, 
Not intentionally, but no, of course not. He got jiggy in the whoops, and is he trying to switch his line? Is is he trying to? It looked to me like he just caught an edge and you know started mm-hmm. shimmying a little bit. And when there he was... moved into Grant, Grant drove him straight, and they went into yeah. James. You know, there was a bad um, bad rut down the center, the one in the center. So he could have drifted into that, bounced off of that, and then yeah. it was actually two separate incidents because Dungey was. I don't know if he was trying to avoid like thinking maybe Chad was going to crash, but he drifted left. Right. Maybe it was just to get into the berm where he wanted to be. Yeah. But he took Barsha's front wheel right out from under him. So yeah, completely unrelated. But Barsha hit the deck pretty good too. Yeah, Barsha uh, DNF second straight race. Um, it, it, th- that's pretty much the same crash, you know, like on both sides of the track. Yeah. And then you can see kind of Grant whiskey throttle before the turn, and then pine to Chad and Bubba. Yeah, I, I wonder. And they may, if I'm crazy, I'm crazy. But I wonder if Grant could have like backed out of that and made it not yeah, as bad I mean, as it you, was. You're the real racer here, you two. What so, do you think? It I wasn't mean, like his throttle hand was pinned down. No, it, it wasn't the side of the throttle anyway. Yeah. So maybe if it let, let off before the turn, it wouldn't be that bad. What I saw is Chad, yes, caught an edge, went right, kind of hit Grant. Grant could have maybe let off. He didn't. And at the end, you can see... You know, he keeps his momentum like almost <laughs> yeah. he whiskey throw into the turn. Yeah, and um, but you know that's those things happen yeah. every well few it, races. So much adrenaline year. going at that moment, like yeah. turn two. So here's the is the whoops dangerous? Uh, I mean, we got away with the triples at LA. People said the triples caused the Morris Canard crash. We need to do away with the triples. So now I hear, do we need to do away, do do away with whoops? After, in, a, in that lane, you know, right first turn. Maybe lane two should always be a, just a chicane with a flat straightaway. Yeah. How about that? A couple barrels. File everybody down. Yeah, a couple barrels. Yeah. Go around. What do you think, DV? No, I think it's maybe the wolves, they weren't that big anyway. It's only the big rut in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's why Chad caught just a real wheel in that rut. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't, it's super cross. Yeah. What, what you going to do right. on the second what, lane? Right. Na- right. Name, name an obstacle <laughs> that's safe with, you know, 20 guys all. Punched together, and what? I yeah, think? I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, uh, rhythm lane. Uh, uh, what if you do? No. Your, yeah, no. What rhythm lane is sketchy. Triple sketchy. Right. Whoops or not? Tabletop. Cool. What about a tabletop? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Just a single. But yeah, I'm gonna be scrubbing it and taking yeah, each other. Like that out. one in my photo where I'm jumping right there. That. that, that DB, look at his style on this picture. Horrible. DB's not one oh. to talk about style. Look, the guy won a lot of races, but riding style. That's horrible. Front and high. Because <laughs> I'm wide open, bro. Twisted steering and. I don't know. What are you doing? Hand me that. I'm going to Instagram a picture of this. Go ahead. This is this is. I mean, go ahead. Awful. It's awful. Yes. I, I disagree. Look, um, look at the front brake lever. Oh, my gosh. It looks like. No, it's, this is a hot mess right here. Okay. Well, that, that, hot, that hot mess got me four Manitoba titles. So. All right. We got it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, going back to Oakland. I thought we were fighting for a second at Oakland. Yeah. Talking about the track, yeah. I thought the track was really tight. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, breaded tight, and I think that doesn't help. Really. Um, well, and the, the ridiculous of the sand section, too. You know, c- coming into there and putting a berm halfway through, and then, I mean, what are you going to do right there? You're just going to go in the inside berm and follow everybody and try to, then you get stuck in those other turns after that. It, it, it lacked a little imagination. There's no doubt. It's, it's always tough right. to do a very good track on um kind of like, baseball field type deal yeah you know yeah it's it's always kind of those 
90 degree turn or 120 degree turn and um football field are way better you know i think they need to be long lanes and mm -hmm. um you know keep momentum and right. i think it was like super tight like really yeah, narrow well, tight pretty much after the after the sand section lane there was no passing you went left um double triple right triple right again double triple or triple double and then finish line there's nothing there's nothing going on so I mean, I, I, i'm a big believer that 180 degree turns are like where most of your passes are made and those diamonds you only get like one or two yeah on a track like that because everything yeah. just kind of shifts around you know but it's really kind of rider preference a lot of some guys like the baseball fields much better like jason thomas for example because baseball field tracks are way better than football fields really I, I, yeah i mean i don't yeah, know i, I mean, disagree to, totally disagree. right right yeah i'd rather uh, ride in uh, Georgia Dome than Anaheim any day right. of the week. Right. Um, all right. So if you're if you're James Stewart, you got taken up by Chad Reed. You're angry at Chad Reed. Uh, his knees torn. Um, DV, how much longer does he keep going? What, what's what's the story with James Stewart? Do you think? What would you do? You have to. The know. The magic is not. What's been there. the degree of the injury? You know. Well, he has to have surgery on it. Me too. I, I blew my ACL. I was 12 years old. Okay. I raced my whole career with no ACL. Right. Really? Yeah. So I was in the 80s. <laughs> so, you but. know, that's something. They soccer. Yeah. I talk about soccer. You talk about hockey. But they soccer players with no ACL. Yeah. You know, you can do something around it. You know, get your quad and your um, really strong yep. to compensate. And, but... I don't really know the degree of the injury. What's um, if his knee pops out every three right, laps? You right. know, you don't really know. Right. But Bubba can be really mad at Chad this weekend. You know, if you see the footage, yeah, it's kind of like. But Chad. Okay, how many times has James done that though? Oh yeah. Gotten whiskey yeah, throttle. Yeah. Where what was the race last year? He was like um, nuts in the whoops and blew reed right over a bird. Yeah, it was two years ago, Dallas. Well, there you go. Yeah, two years ago, Dallas. James has, has had his out of control moments plenty of times <laughs> yeah. and almost killed people. So yeah, yeah. he needs to just pipe down. It's on just the, it's supercross racing, man. It is what it is. He he was real quick to make sure everyone knew Chad Reed was out of control. <laughs> but Chad got out of control over there, and it, you know it's like what, what I, yeah I, he did. But what I don't understand really, I, you know, the first four races, Bubba is you know the fastest or in the top three all the time, you know, and you see him riding the main event. What's going on? He stays around nine and doesn't really go anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is his knee bad or he does? He's not into it or what's going on? I think there is more than the knee at some point. If you go that fast in practice, what? And you start eleven and you finish seventh or ninth. What's going on? You know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's crazy that he's trying to race on it, and and I, everybody's different. Like you said, you raced your whole career without an ACL. I've blown three of them out, and yeah. every time that I tried to ride with them blown out, I would stick my foot out in a turn, and I felt like my foot was just wobbling. <laughs> like I had yeah. a couple rubber bands holding on, and that yeah. was about it. Right. So if he's got instability and stuff like that, you know, he's thinking about right. it every right-hand turn. He's not wanting to put it out. Maybe oh. for one lap, he can just pin it yeah. and forget about well, it. Well, he's had the fastest time two of the four races. In for 20 laps, yeah. it's yeah. harder to, you know, um, maybe the track's more rutted. Definitely doesn't help when people knock you down and you got to <laughs> in the whoops in the second turn. DV, how about Davy Millsaps? Good. It's a big surprise, huh? 
yeah, I think um, I don't really know um, his program or everything, yeah. but it looks like Yogi Lusk is his program. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like it's he's more fit. You know, I thought last year he was great, but his fitness wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. You know, and he showed um, at uh, at the first race he got past the last two or three laps and came back right away. You know, he still had a lot of juice mm -hmm. just to pass Connor back. So. I think the um, that's a big key for Davy. I think is fitness. I think he's he's a really talented. He has a lot of uh, um, he can jump everything. Right. And, you know, and uh, big, that's surpri good. big that, surprise. Not it's, that it's, big. He got really four time or five times second last year. He yeah, got but second no, is uh, championship. Injury, de injury depleted field. Hey, change your headset up. Put that thing on. We're gonna, we're gonna try to switch that out. Yeah, it's all ready to go. Just change it, Stevie. You can talk, Ping. Yeah, sorry. I lost my train of thought. I had something <laughs> I was going to say, too. Um, I, all right. I'm I was just, singing how much he looks like Russell Brand. I can't get over it, especially with this beard. Uh, no? Uh, Am I the only guy? Uh, I no. get that a lot. I get that a lot. You do. look a lot like him. All right. Um. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What What are we doing here? Is this going to make the video list more? Oh, no. Wait. Never mind. All right. Um. Hey, so RV right now uh, looking pretty good. Ping, I think... You said it last show you were on. You you were like he needs needs one. He just needs one, and in, and you you guys are both racers. Uh, um, well, I got four minutes on the titles, but I don't know how with this. I mean, looking at this style, you know, what was there like four or five people in the class okay. and they all crashed out? Uh, what happened? What that is, Ping, is it's a high speed tabletop. Look at your wrist. What's going on with this? Like, you got? I don't know. It's terrible. Tweet it. Regrip. I did. Uh, it's already on Instagram. Okay, listen. So he's on a roll. RV killed it this weekend. Um, chanceability. Now that he goes on a run, like no more Air Force talk, no more uh, any of that. He's just he's unbelievable right now. What's the Air Force talk anyway? Well, I'm just saying that was he, he didn't know, like it for a while. He, he definitely yeah. wasn't wasn't feeling it. Did he like the the folks last year? Well, he did. How many times did he lose the front last year? A couple times, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. blew his ACL because he lost the front. Right. He lost the front in Phoenix. He lost the front everywhere. Right. You know, it's it's more like. A setup than Air Force, Showa, Kayaba, debate, you know? Right. And the thing about Ryan, he doesn't ride with the front end. No. All the weight is in the back. He turns with the rear wheel with, with the throttle. No weight on the front. Yeah. The forks are super stiff. You go in the turn, like Phoenix yep. this year, the flat turn before the first stripper or whatever, you know, you have a super stiff fork. Yeah. yeah. You go inside. No, yeah. no weight on the front. You lose the front, you crash. That's kind of like it's a setup. Yeah, you know, related. Nobody, nobody else rides like that. You ever notice that? I've no. never seen anyone else steer with the rear the like new, he does. The new age is dudes on the front now, you know, and they're they're up up top of the front. I don't know how he does it. Because, I don't either. Yeah, no one rides like DV does anymore. No, wow. but you, you, it's kind of like thank God for that. You cannot go in a turn yeah. and go wide open when the bike is going like, let's say you go up the turn. He goes wide open. <laughs> Instead of going out of the turn, the bike perfectly kind of like he, slide and go out of the turn perfectly. He's got such a touch with the brake and then the throttle to like continue the slide yeah. and not like overdo it or right. underdo it and shoot off. It's really. Yeah. Definitely why. Um, he's not someone you'd point to and go, watch how he corners. Do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, no, it's he, like. He has a unique style. Yeah. No doubt. Somewhere where you wouldn't think the front tire slash front forks would be that important. It is. You know? It is because 
It has, has to grip. It has to grip. You yeah. have to have some kind of a weight on the front, right. some traction and stuff. It seems like he has, let's say you take a BMX bike and you go uh, on, you know, in Carlsbad. The front yeah. end's going to, you know, right. push out. Yeah. And that's how it feels when you watch it. Um, big news this week. Uh, well, first, first sort of uh, uh, mini bomb goes off. JDR KTM stopping after Supercross, not going outdoors. They were only going West Coast Supercross here, anyways. Um, what do you know about that ping? Anything? Nathan Ramsey's a buddy of yours, a manager. I mean, um, no, nothing more than no, what's been yeah. posted. You know, just they had some bad investments. Yeah. You know, the guys run a team down in Australia too, so I can't imagine this guy's cash outlay. Well, the, they, yeah, they closed the team in Australia. It is yeah done. for this year. It was done. Yeah. Um, and then uh, L and MC folding up. Um, it was early in the year when we first heard this before Anaheim won, and. Uh, we both kind of talked about it, ping a little bit here and there. I thought they wouldn't go east, but I didn't think they'd fold up shop for Oakland and A three and San Diego. Yeah, I wish we. I wish I don't think we'll ever find out like what right. went down. Yeah, but it's a shame, man. Teams going away left and right. Um, what do you think about that, DV? And we're going to ask Genova this too. You know, Genova will be on. The, and, oh. Our industry, there's no money, no outside money, you no know, you know sponsorship. Everybody eats from the senpai. You don't see big companies, you know. We live, yeah, we live on TV most of the time, but yeah. it's Saturday night on speed, you know. What do you do on Saturday night? Do you stay on the couch or you go out? Or, you know, it's not like mainstream, you know. I go to Le Black <laughs> and I party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind <laughs> of... You know club is called? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good one. Good poll. I was yeah. going to ask him about yeah. that. Le Black. Le Black. Yeah. yeah. So, so, what kind of music you know, do you play there? Everything. Halen? No. <laughs> oh, so you don't play everything. <laughs> No, even in the 80s night, we don't play Van Halen. Uh, Maybe you I, I don't see. Hey. I don't see your club lasting very long. <laughs> Europe, Europe. You know Europe. Yeah. What's the, the band Europe? The fi- final. The, yeah, countdown. final countdown. Yeah, I heard that in the club. I'm like. So the club's in Europe, and I'm you po- play. I'm pointing at the DJ. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? We're not. No, know. that's good. Run no, that. No, it wasn't that good. Any leopard? No. Ah. Yeah, your Only cl- French stuff, AD. Your club is... It's your password okay. here. Okay. Yeah, um, oh, let me do it. <laughs> you don't want to say it on air right now? <laughs> <laughs> so going back to the teams folding. Um, yeah, you know, factories, you know. You don't. You can't justify even for factories. Um, you know this, Steve. You worked at Yamaha. You know, you know McCarty and Terry Beal. I know those guys told you. You cannot pay Chad Reed, right. Tim Ferry, David Villeman. With yeah, YZs. You guys were pulling sales. You guys were pulling quarter of a million dollars down back in the day. What does that mean? Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars back in the day. Yeah, that's how, incredible. How, how can you justify with only dirt bike sales right, or right. like the salary of Chad, right. Ferry, and me? It's not possible. It comes from you know the quad, the yeah. Rhino, the this, yeah. where they have a big margin on the motocross bike. They don't have. No margin. Well, they make they it nothing. Make, they so, don't make any money. So it's more like uh, the window for the Yamaha brand. But for the other teams, they have nothing. They don't sell anything. They, they just want sponsorship money. Do you think Do you think Chad made money the first year of his team? I think it, he got you know a million out of his pocket and put it in it. He was under easy a million Yeah. the first year. Yeah. Because there's no money. Yeah. It's not Ednis, Bell Ray, Shift, 
And whoever it is that's going to pay for a team like this with yeah. Goose and Sergio for suspension, yeah. a big semi, a this and that. Well, so I, I've, I've said the same thing over and over a lot. These teams that don't have a product to sell, yeah. they're not long for this sport yeah. because it's just like he's, eventually when times get thin and there's not money coming in, yeah. well, you know, well, maybe it's something we'd ask Mike Ginobili because yeah. it's like he's kind of got a skin in the game. He's selling – what, plastic hangers. Well, I know. Motoconcepts oh, yeah, is hot tub yeah, stuff. Yeah. But right. He's not going to the dirt bike races to sell hot tub covers. But the, uh, you know, Right? He's the, selling like motoconcepts and stands and products. But a company like Pro Circuit, they're going racing to represent their products, try to sell more crap. Okay? So they yeah. can take that. If they come up a little short one year, he can take that out of marketing. Okay, hey, we're not going to run as many print ads or this now. Let's we'll put that yeah, into the team. Right, right. So companies that have products like Factory Connection, like TLD, like Mitch, like whoever. Yeah, yeah. Manufacturers in a sense. But but if you take Mitch, for example, you you take Monster out of the picture, he stops tomorrow. You know, he doesn't have the funding. Yeah. Or right. he, he cannot justify that much money into a team so, for yeah. the for the amount of money he makes. If you don't BC. have an energy drink or Heart 910, you're effed. Is that what you guys are saying? <laughs> this sport would this sport would change. Heart 910, seriously. You know they have they have Casicola and Dodge. And you know Mike Genova is going to say, but yeah. to have Tommy Han, you know Chisholm, Vince Freeze, you know in 2011, you talk about pro rider to go race a full season is 250 grand. Yeah, a piece per guy. Yeah. Okay, so you like. 750 for you know three guys we'll never get the money from right. gear company x brand goggles you know like yeah. You, yeah. You, nowhere nowhere near so you have to have guys that have a big company they want to you know write off you yeah. know 60% of it so and, and then somebody that loves the sport and doesn't care to put a million bucks a year into a team. So what? But guys get sick of spending money. That's the thing. Look at uh, Kraniak. Right. Nice guy. Uh, Kwame. Kwame. I mean, we could Kwame. go on all day. Right, right, yeah, good at point. some point, they right. go, okay, enough. Like, right. I thought we were going to get sponsors, and this was going to be really fun, and I was going to be up in a press box with Monster Girls. It's like, at some point, they go, okay, I've written enough checks. Yeah. I'm done. I mean, and that's what happened everyone, with JWR. And it's so funny because the Kwame guy and Kraniak. They got more money than God. They, they no, everyone no no everyone stops at a at a point. Doesn't matter. Kraniak's right. many many times over a millionaire. Right. He could have easily kept going racing. It's not going to put him in the yeah. poorhouse. But at some point, they just go enough's enough. Yeah. So, but I think also, I don't think the money part is is a big deal for them. It's also the headaches. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> what's I think Kraniak got a lot of headaches from. Yeah. Bubba, the Yamaha deal. Or he doesn't want. And you know, yeah, that was a. I think that's a big thing. You know, what they want is have fun. Yeah, yeah. you know, they spend a, two or three million a year. They want to sit down. They want to see the team uh, um, have success, win races. Everybody be happy. And if if you know right. the bike, the rider comes in and says the bike sucks, and everybody is angry, fighting, and you know it's no fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, just at one point you you need to say you know what. I'm over it. So, what is Hart doing correctly? Just he's Carrie Hart married to Pink, and as WMG. <sighs> I don't what know. Are they, what are they doing? They're not, the results aren't there. No. So, what is their package? What's going on? B to B. 
I mean, we had the. Apparently, it's B two B. I mean, you go look at his pit presence. It's incredible. That, it is incredible. No, it's, yeah, it's really incredible. But I, I. So are people missing the boat by not looking at them? Like we got all these record sponsors, uh, record numbers on speed, and it's more races than ever are live, and blah. But we're we're not seeing it in the pits, really. Teams come and go. Like we lose one, we gain two. We lose two, we gain one. It's not yeah, like it's what what the team. The thing is, the team gets money from sponsorship. That's yeah, it. They, no purse, no promoter, no nothing. In NASCAR, they split, right? Is that a 50-50 thing about the purse money? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, right. a motocross team only give money away. We have to pay bonuses. They have to pay yeah. the riders. They have to pay the, the factory parts. They have to pay all the expenses. They have to pay... 1200 bucks a race per guy to go racing you know but when is the the money coming in never you know <laughs> that's that's the thing uh well hey let's get into this more of this with with mike genova when we have him on i want to talk about andrew short himself team folding up on a production honda he gets sixth ties for his best finish of the year what what was on that motorcycle uh kyb suspension done by sh- enzo did he have like a kit stuff yeah he had works he had a works bike no, it looked like different colored tubes, but production air stuff. Not the SFF or, you know, KYB's got a, a, a system like it. Yeah. Uh, kit, just kit, kit, all four. Kit. All, all air. Okay. Um, high compression piston, an FMF pipe, and that's about it. That's all you need in 450. I know the W guys made him wheels. Yeah. He had, like, bits and pieces, but performance yeah. stuff. Right, right. Exhaust, piston. Yeah. Okay. So this, you're, you're like, you know, real big about factory bikes. Oh, I am? Explain this. Oh, come on. What do you mean? We've really... talked about suspension. You're like, oh, he doesn't have work stuff. No, this we... guy's going to suck. There's a we night talk... and day. Hey, no. What we talked about, he said there's more difference in four-stroke stock and factory yeah. Oh, yeah. than two-stroke stock and factory. On, and the, on dis- the 250 level. And, on I the 250. Dis- and I disagree totally. I thought our factory bikes in the two-stroke days were 10 times better than a production bike. Now, yeah, I agree. what did I have? I meant 250Fs. What yeah. I was talking. What what did I have like? Let's say I think the gap in the 125. Yeah, but if you weren't cheating, if bigger. you weren't Barry Karstening it back then, like factory bikes versus what a privateer could get, huge difference. I think that the the look on the 450 or like yeah whatever you put like like you said a piston yeah cams you don't you don't even have to change them you know you put suspension a pipe. Andrew Short just got a sixth. Is that a season best so far? It's It's close. Tied for the season best. Well, there you go. Yep, tied for the season best. He just did as good as he did on his works bike. Yeah, I know. It's weird. After having four days on it or whatever he did. Not even. No, no, no. He had an afternoon. (laughs) Okay. No, he had an afternoon on the production Honda. That clears that up. Okay, so. Seriously, Steve. Uh, Production production bike today. I'm with you. Compared to a factory bike. yelling at me. It's way closer (laughs) Than in 1997 to 50 days, for sure. Well, you see, in the big class, I think it is, and in the lights class, I think it's huge. I think the the dude lining up on next to Mitch Payton's well, bikes look, are he's, he's effed. Look at uh, I think he's effed. Look, the your people's champ. What is his name? Uh, Nicoletti. Yeah. Last year. What, 11 10 can build a good bike. Yeah. yeah. Look, the, you can do. You can. Couldn't keep it together though. DV. 11 10 mods. You have uh, Frenchie that does good uh, 250F. You have people. You have aftermarket uh, pieces that you can be. It's more competitive. expensive. 
than it used yeah. to be, but you can still get competitive stuff. Um, all right, let's get let's take a call here. Steve, what's up, man? Yo, what's good? What's happening? Uh, I just wanted to like say that uh, I think in probably like three or three to five years, like I don't think Supercross is even going to be around anymore. I mean, the sport in general is just run by retards. Like most of the people involved in like leadership of the AMA, motocross, Supercross, like they're all retards. So, well, um, I disagree. The sports, you know, we're live on speed. The stadiums are filled. Um, yeah, but it's know. not sustainable, though. I mean, like, teams are coming and going. Like, no one can afford this shit anymore. I mean, if they, if AMA did something to put the bikes on, like, a, what do you call it? Well, uh, here, you know, like a production standard or, like, you know, put cost control in place, I would say, there, yeah. But, like, you know, no... most of these kids can't afford it. You know, it's not like, you know, 10, 15 years ago where you can get a 125, you know, get two cylinders and get them cut up and you'd be good to go. Like, you know, a tricked-out 250F is, like, you know... That's it's like the equivalent of like building a road racing bike and yeah, you know, twenty grand. Twenty grand into <laughs> it. That's what you need to do to be competitive. Well this is the this is what I've written about and talked about. That's the problem, Steve. There is no AMA. They're defunct. And if they're around, they, they can't monitor the bikes, that's for sure. They get they barely you know, check the frames and make sure that they're legal. Uh Feld is its own entity and MX Sports is its own entity. There is no guiding body of racing anymore and that's why you end up with um you know kind of where we're at right now feld makes some yeah, rules it's, it's, ama I, makes I some rules saying. you know mx sports has a separate set of rules and people running it's, it's a cluster that way you need a guy like bill france or bernie ecclestone who are in f1 and nascar to be like this is the way we're going if you don't like it get off the train because we don't have that oh, we got feld, we got feld we got mx sports we got AMA sort of involved, sort of not. FIM is there as well because they started going to World Supercross rounds. So then the FIM was in there. You'll remember Ricky's uh, gas penalty that was overturned because the FIM stepped up and got that overturned. So there's, it's a cluster. But I, I totally disagree with you. It'll be there in five years. It's, it's, it'll, it's, it'll march on. It's not going to go mean, away, but no. I mean, look, if thing, I think the economy is getting better slowly, but it's still like, you know, it's just really hard for, you know, some local kid to put to, to put together a budget, you know. Like, and, and honestly, the 450 class is more of a stepping stone class these days, in my opinion, than a 250. Because you know, you can buy a 450, and you know, you can make it last a lot longer than a 250. I, I do agree with cold. that. I agree with you there, man. Because, like you said, it used to be you could jump on a 125, get into it pretty cheap, make it run okay for, you know, not so much cash. You can't do it with two fifty now. You you do need to put a bunch of money into it. Even a no. pipe's a grand. It's like, and what, what? And what's what's unfortunate? Or you could get on a four fifty, put well, a bolt on muffler well, on the thing. But and here's go. here's what's unfortunate. Okay, so you're a guy like Kyle Regal, who rides who hauls ass in a four fifty, but there's more rides in two fifties. There aren't many privateer four fifty teams to put you on one. So people go. So you can score better in the four fifties. Look at Cole Thompson. Well, you can score better in four fifties. But then you can't get a 450 ride because there's barely any out there. There's not as many uh, as this, 250s. I think when, I, when I'm talking Sorry. about this problem, I think it's more at an amateur level. Right. Pro racing, once you get there, that's got to tell us some issues. The thing is, like, I, what was it, like Seattle two years ago? There's only like 16 riders in the 450 main or something like that. or one of the, I forget which Toronto. one it was. Toronto. But like, it's it's going to eventually erode out. You know, like the reason motocross was really popular is because uh. – you know, I do. I don't make a lot of money, man. I'm still a pretty young guy, but I can still, 
you know, I ride a two-stroke, so I can still go to the track, go racing. It doesn't break my bank, but, you know, I can't, I can't afford a new 450. And I know a lot of other people can't either. You know, things are tough right now. All right. All right, Steve. Thanks, man. What do you think about that, right, DB? Thank you. Cost of bikes. What do you think the direction is? I mean, how will that ever be? I will that ever that, change? I think the, the – yeah, uh, when, When's the last thing something went down in price? I think the production, <laughs> the production rule needs to be uh, more severe, you know. Because if you look at the factory guys, they pay everything to Japan, you know. A hub, a Yamaha, was two grand, a magnesium hub, you know. You don't really need that to win a Supercross. I think um, bike has to be, they have to be more stock modified rather than, you know, but it, but at the buying a bunch of crap to make it go. It's like at the end of the day, uh, is that going to drive the cost of bikes up? Because then the manufacturers go, okay, crap, we got to build better bikes because no, that's basically the, the level the our bikes, guys are going to uh, race at. The bikes is the bikes are great stock. You know, I think you can leave. You know, stock suspension. You don't have to to buy. Seriously, the guy that makes the main or not make the main in 250 uh, plus, you think a kit A suspension is going to help him? No, it's the yeah. same. You know, you don't need to do that. You don't need to spend, you know, 15, 20 grand on three sets of suspension to mm-hmm. make the main. That's pointless because there's so much in the riding. They have two seconds in the riding and maybe half. In the equipment, but they spend twenty grand for half a second, <laughs> but they don't want to work for two and a half second on the track. Yeah, do the wow. training. Both of you guys have, have trained riders and do helped the, riders out. Do the training, do the riding, riding the way it should be. Uh, stop sit bouncing crap out of the turn because it's slow. Uh, you know, shift to fourth in the whoops. The easy stuff they don't do, but they want twenty thousand dollars worth of suspension, which mm-hmm. is pointless. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think it's just like one little thing also I want to point out. What about all shot device? What about all shot device? What, why do we have them? What, what about if all shot device was $10,000? Now everybody has them. Why do we buy all shot device? Make know, it what, illegal. Where's, Make, he go, where's he going with this? Because we, we everybody has it. What's the point having yeah. it? Oh. What's the you point actually, buying stuff that everybody has? It took a lot of technique out of starting. It did, yeah. It used yeah. to be really technical, yeah. and now it's just really who can drop the clutch the quickest. David Pingree lived off his starts for many years. So, like, I worked hard what on I'm it. saying is You're there's a lot of stuff that's use, pointless, that costs a lot of money, and you don't really need it, you know. <laughs> and also the production rule to make the, the gap closer between factory and stock bike, um, and also about the money it takes. It takes out of the factories because you know how much they spend in a suspension program at Yamaha. Yeah. So maybe okay. a million bucks a year. Yeah. When we were there, they spend a million bucks in suspension. So that's that's for the budget of the team is enormous. Right. So um, that's kind of like you know. That's my point. All right. You know. All right. Yeah. I, I, it's it's in, it's interesting to see where we're going with this thing. You've been. Um, You've been on the four strokes are killing things. Not killing things, but four strokes are, you know, not helping things, let's say. I just think that this is a, a blue-collar sport. Yeah. Um, sure, the people that show up in the massive haulers at Loretta's and stuff, Yeah. there's there's that side of it. But the bulk of people yeah. riding, right. it's it's not rich people. 
and you make them, you know, go from where they used to be able to get into the sport for two or three grand on a used bike and go all year, yeah. rebuilding it themselves, to okay, now a new bike's seven, eight grand, and oh, here's a thousand dollar pipe, and if it blows up, right. sell your car because you're gonna need that money. <laughs> I, I, it's just you're right. taking a lot of people out of it, and to me, it's not the pro racing side of things. It's the amateur, the you know, the grassroots stuff where the people who get into it young and those are the fans that come up and, um, you know, go to the races right. and they continue to ride as they get older and buy parts and yeah. bikes. Um, I don't know. You're thinning out our audience. Right. Did you know that David Villeman's appearance here on the show was brought to you by Race Tech? I didn't know that. Yeah. Just right now you told me. DV, you ever use Race Tech suspension? I don't think so. Yeah, it was good, though, if you did. Give them a little dissertation Just on gold valves right now. Um, yeah, DV, Race Tech. They're one of the leading suspension companies uh, in the sport. They have uh, been around since 1984. The gold valves eliminate the restrictions of stock piston designs to provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance, DV. They are a, uh, one of the leading leaders in performance springs, valves, uh, custom series shocks. 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. And we are going to give away a set of said gold valves right now. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. All right. You want a set of gold valves from Racetech? Racetech.com. The first person right now to post on Racetech Suspension's Facebook wall, uh, facebook.com slash Racetech Suspension, the answer to this question, which Racetech supported rider qualified for his first main event of the year in the 2013 Supercross season this weekend in Oakland? The first guy to answer the first that question, which Racetech supported rider made his first main event of the year in Oakland, gets a set of, of gold valves. It's crazy. It's insane what they're doing. Thank you, Racetech.com, uh, for, uh, for doing that, for coming on. Let's, let's switch back to the races um, for a second. Uh, Tomac crashes out. Rocks and wins. Um, now, Eli's in a little bit of a situation like last year, except last year he was only trailing by two. This year, I think he's trailing by uh, 12 points or something. You're an Eli Tomac fan, Pingree. Um, did he blow it? Five races left. I and, mean, it, it's I mean, possible, but last year he didn't have Ken Roxon. Yeah. Cole Seeley got hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think with both of those guys, they're going to be on the box every weekend pretty much. It's tough to make up points. What's real tough? How many points is it? I think it's 13. I think it's Hold more on. than that. I think it's 16 or something. Um. How many uh, races left? 15 points. Five, five no, races. 15? Is it 15 Whoa. points? Yeah. Look at tits. Okay, so yeah. that's the math. <laughs> You're are... so excited right now. <laughs> nice job, tits. You don't understand. Routinely drops the ball. Stepping up my game over here. Yeah, you are. DV's got me in this good mood. You yeah, know, yeah. Compliment me and Yeah, for anybody like anybody wants to know, DV said before the show that tits has a voice for radio. Yep. <laughs> I love his voice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, get that drop. Uh, okay, so 15 points. Yeah, so five, five races. races. That's 15 points right there. One, two. I think, uh, you know, Roxanne has uh, – it's a different situation. Uh, Tomac has nothing to do, so he's going to go uh-huh. for it. He's going to win races. And Roxanne has to finish second. So there's a French saying, um, the best defense <laughs> is the attack. So uh, No, that's actually – The best that's defense that's... is a good offense? No. The yeah, best... that's French saying. Yeah, that's a French. Thing. No, it's not. It's just an saying. It's, lost it's just a saying. <laughs> is it? It's yeah. The best offense is a good defense. Or the best no, defense no, 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 no. is a good offense. The best defense. Yeah, is a good offense. Yeah. So it depends on the, what kind of state of mind Roxon's going to be in. I think 
on paper it's not as good as Tomac. But we saw this weekend that Tomac can grenade and crash and not be, you know. Well, the question is, is Eli okay? Well, he tweeted about he was working out this morning, and then Rhino. Oh, sure. I tweeted that, too. Oh, okay. I worked yeah. out hard. That's what I mean. It happened. I tweeted I banged supermodels this See morning. what I mean? Right. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Twitter, what are you going to do? Just finished banging supermodels, uh, off in my day. Right. He hit really hard. He did. So, I, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I just think it's going to be tough to come back. It'll be close. Right. But if Roxon goes 2-2. Yeah, five races left, though. That's it. A 2-2-2, yeah. the tie, yeah. and yeah. Tomac wins. Uh, you can't do that, If you though. do the math, it's like so, that. So Eli so, has to win out. He could do it. It could definitely happen. But but the thing, I don't see anybody get second or first or going between those guys. I think right? Cole could. If those guys both... Cole has led 21 out of the last 30 laps. That was a little disappointing what he did this weekend. Don't you think? Which is by letting Roxon go by? What do you mean? He has like a four or five second lead and kind of like, yeah. he didn't really I, I just, fight for it. You, know, you got like, to remember though where he came from. I mean, his injury was bad at Salt Lake last year. His kidney, part of it died. Right. I mean, you know, he, he was off the bike all summer long. So he hasn't ridden since, you know, it was almost a year since he raced. And I think a lot of people just assumed he was fine. Yeah, fine like everybody else. I mean, he... When he lined up for A1, he was so nervous. He hadn't raced yeah. in a long time. Yeah. So it's just taken him some time to get comfortable racing and I running was, at the front. I thought he was awesome, but that was Jesse Nelson. I was like, wow, <laughs> shit. Holy crap. Well, but yeah. last year or the year before, like, he had some great races. Like, yeah. I think Dodger or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, really he, aggressive. And, you know, he, he, he kind of lost that little if, if edge a little bit. It's going to come back, though. So if you're Cole Seeley, DV, are you – and you let twenty one on the last thirty laps. Are you excited to go two two, or are you bummed thinking you let it go? Let it go. You know no, like what's I think, the I think what's the what's the mindset? He led, he led more laps at Oakland than he did the week before. Yeah, one so more or two more. Yeah, it's like each weekend he's getting better and better. Right. I think I think maybe by the time we come back from the break, <laughs> you know, hopefully in the next couple weekends, but yeah, at least by the time we come back from the break, he's gonna be like, okay, yeah. I'm back in the Seattle, Salt yeah, Lake, let's Vegas. Do this. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night um, on the Pulpomet Show presented by BTOsports.com. You sold out so hard, dude. All these commercials, man. Used to be core. Fly racing, race sex suspension, X-brand goggles, Atlas neck braces. We're going to give away an Atlas Tyke neck brace. But here's the deal. you got to have your kid call in. That's how you're going to win. Mm-hmm. We want to hear the kid's voice. That's how you're going to win. Uh, <laughs> NFAB, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, did you know, right now, if you buy two or more boxes of Brat Bars at BrotBar.com, shipping's free. I That's huge. That. Oh, I yeah, you should that. get your butt on there um, and order some. Uh, no. And Black, op, Black Ops Moto. Black Ops. Uh, thanks, yeah, do, everybody. Do you have a ball right now? Right here? We got some. Yep. Let me try that thing. Oh, why does this thing keep kicking me off? Is that the, Can we just go to commercial yeah, go and deal with this later? Yeah. All right, let's go to commercial. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. 
times when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, 
and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 
38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy. 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 Pulp and Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com. The great Sammy Hagar, 1986-5150. That kind of shit, David Villeman, that if you want to get people in your club, that you that you play. Hey, he just showed me a clip of Le Black, south of France. We need to go. Oh, yeah? Let's broadcast live from Le Black. DV, can we? Can you get us there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not paying for it, but yeah, you can go. I'll put you on a gate on the yeah. list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll give you uh, 50, Are there chicks there? 50% off on my chicks? Apple if you want. Are there chicks there? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I don't know. I don't I don't party. I, I work when I'm there. But. I'm married, but I mean. You don't ever, ever go there and just shred it up? No. Uh, See, that's the problem with any job, man. Yeah. It takes all the fun out right. of it. I'm bartending. Uh, I'm like at the door, always doing something. Yeah. You get the Tom Cruise cocktail thing going, flipping bottles. Yeah. and. I'm trying to buy a, a Jaeger tap machine. Oh, okay. What do they you call it? Where, one where you dream, like one, uh, you one, have a little ice one can things only dream. and you pour Jaeger down it. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm talking about? At Disneyland, I got so Bob sleds. I got so what wasted on that one time. What at Disneyland? We're drinking the vodka, the Jaeger from the ice. What is that called? I don't know. It's like called a toboggan hell. or a... it's called hell the next day. Yeah. Um, Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, no, that Paradise Island in Orlando, like the. Oh, Disney World. It's Disney a shot luge. Disney World. He says the guy. The shot guy. luge? Yeah, Nash. that's what it's called. Steve Nash on, on uh, uh, let's, the forum. 
Let's uh, let's get to our next guest. He is the owner of Moto Concepts Racing. Uh, his his uh, appearance here on the show is brought to you by Showy Showy Helmets. Uh, Fifty years of uh, helmet engineering and manufacturing. And uh, Josh Grant has used Showy to protect his head. So should you. Check him out. Showy-helmets.com. Mike Chinova, uh, thank you and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. And by the way, we run those showies too, and uh, we chose to run that helmet not because of money, but because of safety. So great go. product. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Great. My guys only felt comfortable wearing those. It literally cost me money to run those helmets, but their safety comes first. Well said. Uh, welcome to the show. David Villeman's in studio. David Pingree's in here. And uh, um, we we're, we thank you to have it on. You're on the East Coast. You weren't in Oakland. You were doing a um, uh, something to do with your real business, Mike, huh? I'm trying to make some money to keep paying for that race team. <laughs> well, we, we just spent a little bit of segment on that, uh, talking about that. Um, first off, though, let's talk about the Oakland for you guys. You weren't there, but Mike Alessi finally uh, has a race go his way after a a crappy start, and uh, Mike gets a, a well-earned fifth place. Uh, you got to be pumped about that. You know, I'm really happy. I'm happy for Mike. You know, Mike is, you know, what, what people think is that Mike is not a great supercrosser, and um, is DV there? David, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Be careful what you like, say. Like <laughs> Cobra. That's my buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, no, he, he worked, he, worked, he rode well. He, he was really good. You know, people think that Mike can't ride Supercross, and that's actually not true. There's things that Mike chooses to do and not choose, and I support his decision. Some of this stuff is getting so out of hand and so crazy that some of these guys, young guys, of course, we know who they are, the fast guys, Barsha, and those kind of guys are doing stuff. But, you know, unfortunately, the the, the guy, the Feld guys are making tracks where that if you don't do it, you don't go as fast, and if you do do it, you may not make it. And ultimately, we as a company and Mike as a rider, we we kind of think differently. We kind of think that, you know what, reaching for the stars like that can end up in a bad situation. So if you look at the segment times, um, you know what, Mike's actually riding those tracks as fast as anybody, but there's certain sections where he's not quite as fast as those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's because he's willing to not, or not willing, I guess, to, you know, jeopardize his, his, his own safety or the longevity of the year or mm-hmm. his career. And I support that. I don't know if it's smart to be doing stuff that's borderline. So that's part of our tactic is that Mike goes out there and rides in sections where he can ride fast and sections that are hairy, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, leave it up to, uh, we'll leave it up to the other guys and, Hopefully we make it 16 rounds, and at the end of the series, you know, consistency, as DV knows, um, equals uh, good results at the end of the year, and that's our strategy. Yeah, and, and of course uh, we, we saw Mike of the Outdoors, and that is where he really shines. Yeah, you know, again, back to Supercross just for a second. Mike has been had struggled the last couple of weeks. His heat races and starts have been phenomenal. He gets into the main and he overtries on the start. Uh, best starter probably in the business, um, starts horribly. We coached him on that. We videoed it. And he's putting so much emphasis on the start. So we came out this week and said, okay, Mike, we don't want you to get a whole shot. Don't get a whole shot. Get a five, six, seven start and ride the race to the best of your ability, which is, you know, 10, 10, 10, you know, like a 10 slot. Mm-hmm. See, see if some 
some guys have some trouble and play the odds. And Mike took our advice and direction to the T. And exactly what Mike did is exactly what we coached the whole week. Get a five or six start is what he did. And uh, what did he got? Fifth. Right. So I'm in Atlantic City playing a little crafts and working hard during the day and gambling a little bit. And, you know, uh, playing the odds is how you win. Right, right. It's just well said. Um, hey, and Smart Top, uh, talk a little bit about that. And the, you went away from the Moto Concepts. Uh, you're still Moto Concepts, of course. You're still offering the full line of stands and uh, and uh, and pit hangers and mats and everything to to make that easier. But what is Smart Top for the for the listeners? Well, Smart Top is an opportunity for us to justify spending the amount of money, and it's it's you know seven figure money to go racing these days, and. And Smart Top allows us to at least bring a product to market, display it, and brand it, and show it. Um, we happen to own the product uh, mm-hmm. through our other company, and it gives us an opportunity to maybe sell something and, and justify why we're spending the money we are trying to get in front of people. So if somebody wants, doesn't want to pay us to go and put their product on display, then we'll put ours on display. And, you know, the Moto Concept stuff is great. It's a, it's a niche product. It's a niche company. It's a niche industry. And the smart top is, um, you know, it's a product that is a hard top for the for the for the hot tubs out there, mm-hmm. and you know, there's millions of hot tubs out there being uh, with hot hard covers being replaced, and mm-hmm. we've developed a new cover that actually is the best that uh, and revolutionizes the industry, and so we're using our race platform to broadcast it and to display it and show it to the people in the world. Smarttop.com. So finally, finally, motorcycle racing might make sense to us uh, financially. <laughs> yeah, really, huh? Uh, and NJ Canada, uh, bad luck uh, to start the season. Bike broke first race, and that happens. Uh, second race, he doesn't do his helmet up because he doesn't have his um, safety device in there. Uh, gets a fifth in A2 and a great ride. And this weekend, uh, crash first turn, working his way up, crashes again out. So Jake's season has been up and cold. Hot and cold. You know, yeah. you know, again, you got Vilman there who's a racer. He knows all the game. But, you know, in racing, stuff happens. And, you, you know, you try to prepare for it uh, emotionally, physically, racer-wise. You know, it's it's just tough, you know. But the good news is, is we've hired a kid. And, and David, actually, David Vilman was the one that uh, kind of uh, found Jake and said, this kid can ride. and uh-huh. I was I was in full agreement with David, and you know we've tried to put. I know people laugh at this, maybe, but we've tried to put a little bit of Moto Concepts touch to him, and said, you know what, you're a good rider. We're going to build you a baby step and a baby step, and so he's had some tough times this mm-hmm. year, crashing. Anything can happen. Some of it's his fault. Some of it's our fault. But the bottom line is, is that kid is a podium racer, and anybody knows anything about racing, whether it's you, Steve, or. You know, DV, all you guys know, he, he's right there to race with the best of the best in the 250 right. class. And he, he proved it getting a fifth and he rode a little tight or he could have maybe been third or fourth. But uh, he's got speed. He's got talent. Uh, he's smart, smart kid, smart rider. I'm proud of him. And, he, and he's humble. I know that's hard to believe, David. But he's, he's getting some humility and He's first to say, you know, if it wasn't for Moto Concepts, and that might be swinging a hammer, framing houses. Yeah. So, good rider. We're proud of him. And, uh, D- D- you know, he's, uh, he's, he's got room to go. DV, when you 
He showed up at Lakewood, got eighth, I think, on a Cowie. Nine. Nine. You picked him to fill in, you and Mike. You literally changed his life. He was almost out of the sport. Is that how you remember it? Like, yeah, that right. was his dad's bike. He but told me. I've known him for a long time. You know, he, he's a local guy. One ninety six on the Suzuki. You know, Glen Helen riding good. I never knew the kid. Okay. Only on the with the helmet, and then he showed up at um, uh, Lakewood. Is beating out guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, it's cool. And I see the bike. You know, it's a stock Cowie, and yeah. you know, he hasn't. That's his first race. I'm like, hey, we have somebody here. We have a bike. Let's give him a call, you know, right. we call him, we set up. And then he, he had uh, basically like the factory treatment, you mm-hmm. know, like we flew him to the races, yeah. you know, you know, like everything, the testing, the, we, we did everything for him. And I, I went out to the track the most, the most I could just to, mm-hmm. for training and practice and r- great kid. Listen, um, uh, worked hard. When I said eight o'clock at the shop, we're gonna work out. It was at eight o'clock at the shop. Then we went and um, practice. And um, sometimes I would come to the shop early. Mm-hmm. You know that it was still riding. And I called the mechanic. I says, "Drop him off three exit <laughs> before the shop, <laughs> and he runs back after." You know. Jeez. And you know what? Never said a word. Did his job. Yeah. You know and. He got a couple top tens again, you know, and I rock good in, you know, did it, I think. And um, I think that was a great season, and I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. You know, I think uh, he needs to work hard, and uh, he'd be top five, top five guy for sure. Right. Um, then Pingree, you know him well from Troy Lee guy, right? Like, or you don't know him well, but Jake Canada, you. Uh... Yeah, I know him because he works out with Charles Dow. Yeah. I see him there all the time, and he is a super hardworking guy. Um. I think he's got a lot of potential. At one point, we were looking at trying to hire him over at TLD, and just he yeah. had already had his deal done with right. Moto Concepts. But right. um, he's definitely got it under the hood. I, I hope he can just get some luck on his side. So far, it seems like just kind of unlucky this uh, year. Uh, Mike, uh, big news this week: um, uh, JDR KTM announces that they are pulling out after Supercross. Um, they're not going to do the out- outdoor nationals. They're going to close their team down. And of course, Andrew Short's team. The Chaparral Yamaha LNMC squad folds up and leaves Shorty looking for a ride. Mike Kranjak is sort of racing. He's Jeff Ward racing, kind of there, kind of not. We're not sure what's going on with that. Uh, you're an independent team owner uh, going racing. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, surely you saw this news and you read it and you were like, hmm, all right. Uh, you've been doing it for a little bit, a little while now. And uh, how tough is it? Well, it's tough, and what people don't realize, and it could be your average fan, it could be your team manager, it could be the media, it could be the guys that are racing on the bikes or the guys that are racing in the pits. A lot of people are living in oblivion. You know, they're just they they don't realize what how 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 things how fragile things are and. You know, DV and I, when David worked for me, I spent hours upon hours until we hours of the night talking to him about it. And it, things are changing. Or, you know, and the factories, they, they put a lot of money into this sport, you know, a few years back. And they retracted that money. They pulled it back. And there's just not enough money to go racing. And, again, I don't want to be uh, – doomsday kind of guy or a naysayer, but 
we got to change the foundation of this sport or it it can't survive and and you can it doesn't matter who the team is whether they do have money or don't have money if you got money and you're not getting return on it and or respect and that's the problem you know I mean my team deserves respect on the track off the track we don't get it mm-hmm. we don't we don't get it from the fans we don't get it from the inside the industry and you know what? Like David said, you know, when Jay came to work for us, it was like factory treatment. You know, our guys stay in nice hotels. They got their own room. They get paid every day, every week, on time. Uh, you know, our mechanics, our equipment, our truck, truck and truck driver. The list goes on. It's good stuff. And so, what does that take? It takes money, and you know, and and effort, and. And when you put that money in and you put that effort in and you, and, and you get no respect for it, and then on top of it, there's no return financially or not enough attention media-wise. You know, on Saturday night when they're watching the races, our guy's in fourth and we don't even get mentioned by either the TV or the TV announcers. It's like, that's wrong. I mean, the the, the 28th place team in the NFL gets all the love in the world. That makes that 28th team be able to come back next week. And and that's what's, that's got to change. I mean, we just cannot focus on the top four or five guys, the top four or five teams, uh, and think that that's enough. It, and it's proving. I've said this for years, and I will continue to be right if things don't change, just that, it won't work. That 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 model doesn't work. Right. And it's sad. It's sad because JDR and Larry Brooks and those guys, you know, they put their heart and soul in it. They, they're hardworking guys. They care about it. They're trying with everything they got. And but you know, it just takes money. And how do you get money? Well, you got to share the attention and the love and the respect and and uh, the competitive. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the competition has to be considered as, as uh, and treated fairly. Right. So is that the only fundamental change you'd make to it, is just more respect for all the teams kind of evenly in the media? and What else no, would you do? No, not It's a way bigger equation than that. Is that, first of all, the teams have to get have some opportunity to generate revenue. And so how do you generate revenue? Teams are nothing more than a, uh, a two-wheel billboard. And so if I'm willing to go and present to a, uh, any potential sponsor my two-wheel billboard, I have to be able to say, I get attention, I have eyeballs, I have TV time, I have picture time. And and then, so, how do you get that? Well, you know, it, it can range from, like I said, more TV time, more respect, it, it, you got to have the ability to generate sponsorship dollars. And unfortunately, in this sport right now, the guys that already have those dollars are getting all the attention. And, and, and attention, we know what attention means. It can mean, like I said, TV time, uh, magazine exposure, um, the list can go on, and and so how do you, how does the teams like ours, the Chaparrales, the JDRs, you look at them? I mean, there's a lot of teams that look like they're getting a lot of support that aren't, and I think if you're inside the industry, you know who those teams are, you know, and 
and they look like they're rock solid foundations, but they're not. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just not. I mean, you look at, and I mean, I'm kind of a guy that's on record for saying it like it is, so I will. You know, Chad Reed's team, Chad's spending way more money than he's getting. Uh, JGR spending way more money than he's taking in. Moto Concepts spending way more money than we're getting in. Um, you know, who's making who's making a profit? Besides, I mean, Mitch Mitch Payton's making a profit. The Geico guys are they making a profit? I would assume that they're making a profit. But what profit means to this industry is meaning that they're breaking even. Right, right. I mean, nobody, yeah. no, nobody's building big houses yeah, because yeah. of their most race team. Right. Okay, maybe some of the racers, and I mean some of them. I mean, there's guys that that are top five that are not making that much money. Yeah. I mean, West, Western Pike gets ninth, and he can't even make enough money to go out for dinner. I was uh, I was really bummed for the HRT Honda guy because Jimmy Albertson's leading the LCQ in Phoenix, beating Ryan Dungey, and there isn't one mention of HRT Honda, of the team, of what Jimmy's been through or anything. It was all about... Ryan Dungey and trying to get by this this privateer guy, this you know what I mean? Jackass that won't get out of his right. way. Right, like I'm if I'm HRT Honda guy, I go thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> this is my shining moment, and nothing about me, my team, or my rider. You know, great, I, yeah, great, great, great point. I had a friend of mine call me today, and he's like, you know, you're running third, fourth, fifth, and they don't at best. Emic will say like Michael Leslie. They don't say like. Mike Alessi and the Moto Concepts program or whatever. And it's like, so if I, how do I take that to McDonald's and say, you too could buy, be part of our team? They're laughing. <laughs> Never get mentioned. <laughs> They're going to laugh at me. And so that's what I mean by some of the fundamental things. We need to sit down as a group, as, a, as, as an industry, whether it's Emig and the announcers, whether it's Feld, whether it's the factories, whether it's outside guys like you guys helping and put some input and say, what are we doing wrong? And nobody wants to do that. Nobody's got, mm-hmm. excuse the term, nobody's got enough balls to look at what's wrong. Everybody just wants to live in their own little world and, and have the the girls show up with the miniskirts and enjoy and think we're all doing good. We're not. Mm-hmm. Let's not dump this all on the girls with the miniskirts, okay? I mean, there's a lot of things that are bad, but. <laughs> They're trying their hardest. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think you have a good point, Mike. Uh, do you have a time frame where you're just going to say enough and you're out? I mean, do, is this something you think about? I mean, is this something that, you know, you're like frustrated by and you're like, I'm giving this two more years, let's say, and then I'm 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 out. Is there something? Is that something that's on the on the docket? The best answer to your question. How about I just say yes? Right. Okay. All right. Um, at some point. Um, well, no. In, in all honesty, Steve, you know it's a great question, and I don't know. You know, I mean, Mike Craniac, a great supporter of the industry, has done phenomenal things, and I don't know Mike, but I know of him. Got plenty of money. Uh, Mike Genova has plenty of money, you know, to do this, if you will. But at some point, you know, I don't even know. I, what I'm told is the JDR guys probably have plenty of money, you know. So the list can go on. Joe Gibbs' team, they have plenty of money. At some point, when you're sitting there writing checks, and checks are big, you know, what I mean, yeah. Mike Lessie's, uh, Mike Lessie gets paid a lot of money, you know, and 
And, and, and what people don't, you know, I get a kick out of it is that, like, you should pick up Andrew Short. He'll ride for free. It's like, do people realize that to put Andrew Short on <laughs> our team, no salary. Yes. Just put him on our team. Is a quarter of a million dollars? Do they, out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. DV mentioned that earlier. Yeah, DV mentioned that earlier. And and same thing with the Geico. Everyone's like, just give Shorty Geico's bike or Wyndham's bike, you know. And you're like, well, wait a minute, that's that's still Wyndham's still getting paid. You know what I mean? You just can't do that. It's not that simple. It's a ton of dough to get a guy. I mean, for a guy to have a you know a bike set up for that, just for him alone, bike alone, hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred grand. Uh, you know, I mean, they don't. David knows that stuff. He he's done it. He's been part of it. You know. Then you got to hire a mechanic. A mechanic's fifty grand plus his travels, another fifty grand. Then you've got this, that, that. I mean, it's just it, money flies out the door. And and again, you know, we like all this, but at some point, when you're writing twenty thousand dollar checks every mm-hmm. week, yeah. or just just for parts or bikes or whatever, I mean, what people don't understand, and maybe this helps people understand it, for us to go racing every week. It's fifty thousand dollars to go racing every week. Wow! It's fifty and to go racing every week. Now you think I've lost my mind? Do the math. There's thirty. <laughs> right. There's thirty. It's fifty grand a week to go racing. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like okay, and so I get that, and I get told that I don't have the right to be on the track as a team owner. I felt. You bring no value. What are you doing on the track? Literally. <laughs> and, and so it's stuff like that where it's like you got to be shitting me, right? Excuse, oops, sorry. Yeah, sorry. no, you can. No, you can swear. No problems. We, we've okay. Sorry, wa- I didn't mean to. Watson used to um, swear so all the time. It, you know, so it's that kind of stuff where it drives the craniacs or whoever out of our mind. And, and then right. on top of it is, is that we don't, we can't sell a T-shirt. We can't sell this. We can't make any money. Do people realize that the credentials for my team, I have to call it eight, ten guys, I have to pay fellow $500 a year for the credential per person? Uh, I have to pay, yeah. you know, 500 to to $1,000 a week to go racing? Yeah, I mean, eventually, uh, like, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's hard to say, but does Feld need to share the wealth, Pingree? I mean, do they need to... Uh, you know, it's, I mean, somebody's making money, and I, I think it's pretty obvious who it is in, in Supercross. And the way that they do Bogard, all the merchandise, I think that's one way they could loosen up a little bit of the purse strings here and let the teams try to make something back. If he was able to sell hot tub covers or T-shirts, Michael Lessie stuff, I mean, there's ways you could yeah. help to fund these teams that are already being they're being bled from every, every angle, for yeah. sure. They let us. They let us display and sell stuff that our uh, that our sponsors uh, make. They do let us do that. But in NASCAR, the teams sell merchandise, and and that merchandise also happens to have their primary sponsors on it. So right. if I sell two thousand T-shirts on Saturday that has I use the word McDonald's or the yeah. name McDonald's, if it says McDonald's, I, those two thousand T-shirts are being worn on Monday by the two thousand people that bought them. I can't sell that. Therefore, the sponsors don't want anything to do with me. Therefore, the sponsors don't want to be. What, why do they want to be on a bike and a team that and they won't talk about if I'm in third? Yeah, 
Uh, it's tough, yeah. I, I, I mean, I would hope that this two teams folding in a week, there's another one in the pits right now that I think we all know is just hanging on. Um, maybe this gets their attention, you know? I, I mean, there's, it's got to. There's three or four more teams that you might not see next year. Yeah. Big teams. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting. And maybe something has to be done. Maybe we maybe reached a point where people need to start talking about this and wondering, you know, never mind paying the riders' salaries. They all deserve more, there's no doubt. Um, but we, we can't even get them to the races as it is right now. So... Um, inter- TV, what, what's TV got to say? He's just over there not talking? I don't know. What I have to say is, um, yeah, I think I, it needs to be a purse for teams. Uh, I think uh, it needs to be some, uh, you know, in soccer, you have TV rights. It, it, you take so, uh, English Premier League is the second biggest league in the world behind NFL. They have $600 million doll, um, dollars a year. They get the TV rights. Uh, yep. It's dis- distributed to teams. I think it has to be like that. Right now, sport is so small; nobody wants to watch it, or it's watched by not too many people. Actually, failed pays to be on TV rather than get TV rights. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. that's you, the you, whole point. No, they're doing a great job with their TV tomorrow. Right. The Lakers gets two billion on ten years for a TV package. Motocross, Supercross. Pays. pays speed, pays CBS, pays fuel to be on TV. That's the problem. It's the TV well, rights. Part of that is, is that you're 100% right, David, and you and I haven't even talked about this lately because you've been running nightclubs in France. But, um, yeah, but uh, no, you're right, David. The teams, the bottom line is, is there's always speculation that there needs to be a riders union no there doesn't need to be a riders union there needs to be a team league and the teams need to own the supercross league and that's what how nfl is owned by the teams and the teams re- revenue or profit share on uh, everything whether it's tv or or uh, you know t-shirt sales or whatever it is you know and and you're right, David. And but you know the other thing is is that I think there would be more people watching it. We've proven when we get fifty, sixty thousand people at an event, that means there's popularity. But the problem with it is is that TV is looked at in a in the wrong way. And what does that mean for Supercross? And what does that mean? Yeah, Feld's paying for it, but they're only paying for it so that they can sell it to sponsors of the stadium, the series, and the TV package. And so they're using that as a value adder to their potential or existing sponsors. Well, that isn't really the way NFL does it. They go and they build a product. They put it on TV. They, they they glamorize it to the point where they're able to take it to Frito-Lay, who has nothing to do with the, spon- the sponsorship of the series, nothing to do with, uh, you know, really the, the league or the series. And they say, hey, we got this great product where a lot of eyeballs are looking at. Why don't you pay us? But to do that, you've got to take a step backwards. You've got to invest a lot of money in developing a good TV package, of which we don't have. 
we don't have a good TV package. It's not well done. It's not well produced. It's not well directed. They 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 focus on that the teams. If you look, the TV is always going to be on a rock star, Geico, monster guy. Why? Because they're paying money to the series. So there's not the the the, the it's. The the reasoning behind everything is all about somebody else's benefit and gain, and it's not the teams and it's not the writers. Right. And when that changes is when this sport has a chance to succeed. Right now it's very um, – what's the word I want to say? You know, uh, focused on, 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 on helping the teams – that are helping the series. Right, right. And, also you know, think I mean, I have a, uh, in the NFL, the, the worst team gets coverage. I think also the event being on Saturday night is not uh, maybe great for TV. No, it starts at 9 Eastern, yeah, you know, where half the population lives. Yeah, that's that's what I don't, oh, I don't think. I, 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 I don't know, though, David. You look at NFL, what time does that come on? Yeah, but you, you look the at NFL, the, bigger, the biggest sport. You can't, you can't compare this to any of those big stick and ball sports, though. It's just completely. Look at NASCAR. What is, when is it? You know, like, it's, yeah. it's on daytime most of the time. In the afternoon, a lot of times it starts, yeah. right? So I think Saturday night, you don't watch TV. You don't, you know, you do something else, I think. You know, it's um, I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. But, but the point is, is I agree with your point, but, but, you're trying to say that the masses couldn't watch it. And I'm saying, okay, maybe we can't get 40 million people to watch it, but we certainly could get a couple million, but we can't even get a couple hundred thousand. I mean, you know, uh, again, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not well, I'm not popular for saying it like it is, but MX Sports is excited about their numbers. They got 2 million people to watch the series. Mm-hmm. Of which they were bragging about the whole series got two million people. They think that's good for the whole year. Right, right. They think that's big. Well, I, uh, you know what? I, I'm just a realist. When I look at my business and say, "Yeah, it's up, but it's 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 an, a tenth of what it could or should be," I'm I'm not impressed with myself. And and they're impressed with two million people. Two million people. The cooking channel gets more than that on four Friday afternoon. Yeah, I also think maybe the the format of the races uh, should be maybe changed. Um, when you have Vito, the Viopolo that starts in front, and after three laps, is ten seconds ahead, the race is done. You have seventeen laps of watching the other guys, you know, fighting for fifth or fourth. Um, I gave an idea one day. We have a 20 lap main. After 10, you get a caution flag. Everybody goes, you know, line up like NASCAR. One, two, three, four, five. We do a green flag, and then you go back again. Then everybody is close again. Close again, and you put some spice in in um, uh, in the race. I think that would make the the race more attractive for the fans for TV. Goat Brecker used to do that at one of his, he had that GFI Invitational. Yeah. He tried messing around with that, and it did. It tightened everything right back up. You know, you got back to good racing again. 
Well, TV, you're not going to admit this on TV or radio, but I was the one that put that in your head two years ago. Just come uh, on, be true now. Listen, Mike, <laughs> I had that idea before I, thought, I, before I met I you. I taught you more about racing in six months than you knew. <laughs> yeah, no. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, my life was horrible before I met Mike Genova. Well, you had the Buku uh, team. It, it, changed, it changed my um, life. Hey, Mike, thank you for coming on the show, uh, the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Always a good conversation. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, it's late on the East Coast, and uh, we'll have you back on. And um, good luck with everything, man. And will we see you this weekend in Anaheim? No, I'm going to actually I'm going on a um, Caribbean cruise. Oh. Um, I'm thinking about trying to pick up a Rolex for Willem, and I just don't know which one to buy. Okay. That's... Yeah, I'm still waiting for that, actually. <laughs> you, oh, can, yeah. you can buy um, – um... You can get a kick-ass deal in downtown Manhattan. Dudes will have them in their jackets. <laughs> in, in all honesty, thank you guys for the platform. I, I, I don't just like to talk, just to be talking or hear myself talk. I'm trying to make a difference. I'm trying to right. bring attention to some ideas and thoughts that maybe helps the sport. I'm just here about I love the sport. I love the guys that do it. And uh, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd like to make it better. And sometimes you got to look yourself in the mirror. So I think that's, that's clear. all. I don't mean yeah. to be negative. No, I think that's clear. I think you, it's clear you love it. You're spending your own money to do it. And uh, I like I said, I always like talking to you. I feel like you, um, you you do have a good take on things. So thank you again for coming on. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. That is David, it. call me. I will, I will. Just call me when you're in town. We can go to dinner and, you know, do some uh, wild turkey shots. Jeez. I'll teach you some more about Supercross, too, while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. Thank right. you. Uh, that's Mike Genova, everybody. Uh, Smart Top Racing's Mike Genova. I mean... He's got points, right? I mean, he's spending a lot of his money. <clears throat> he wants some attention. I, I think he deserves it. He's laying out a lot of cash. I think he, he has ideals kind of all over the place a little bit. But if you look at every sport that has um, success, it's about TV. And you take TV rights out of the equation, sports would die. You know? Yeah. Well, so, we, yeah, we're we're paying. You're absolutely right. Yeah. There's no doubt. That's that's one of the big uh, reason. I think there's definitely some ways the promoters could make it easier on the teams. Yeah. I mean, make them stop paying for credentials would be one great way. Right. But I do find it hard to take somebody seriously when they talk about themselves in the third person a little bit. <laughs> and he did that a couple <laughs> times. And I was biting my tongue so hard I was choking blood down over here. Uh, but he does have some points for sure. DV, uh, hopefully this will change your mind. Uh, Tits over there has been working on uh, a way for you to play Van Halen um, in your club. Uh, I know something something to work in LeBlanc, and so we've come up with uh, we've come up with this. Uh, Tits hit it. Tits hit it. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I think you have to work a little more on that. No, 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 no. Listen, there's, there's your beat. You just laid some hailing over it. Chicks will dig that. Yeah, awesome. No? You have to mix some Dead Mouse or Tiesto into Van Halen. Maybe you can have something pretty good. I can just picture the chicks rocking out to this. Dude, just, just the bass line alone would be enough to get the crowd wild. Hey, do you know in my home soccer team, Marseille? Yeah. They go um, when they come on the field. Every time, it's jump. Ah, 
Every nice, time. Nice, For like nice, 20 years. Nice. It's been it's a song. And when they score, it's right. uh, Kashmir from uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, hey, let's let's move on to the BTOsports.com Tweet It Tits segment. Uh, these are – our lines are lit up. Should we take calls? Let's, let's knock a few out real quick. Let's do some calls? Shall we? Who's been waiting on hold the longest? Probably whoever's on line one. What happened to um, Shorty's um, biggest friend? Mosier? He only calls in when Shorty's in. Shorty's on. Yeah, he's around. Uh, hey, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hello? Alex? Alex. Alex. What's up, man? Thanks for uh, hey. calling. Sorry for putting you on hold for so long. What's up? Dude, it's cool. Uh, this is the first time I've called in. I didn't realize you actually got to listen to the show while you were on hold, so it's been fine. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I kind of feel bad because you guys touched on it a little bit earlier, and then you moved on, and then Genova kind of brought it up again, so maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. I'm kind of new to this whole super fan thing, but... Uh, with the whole, like, what it costs to go racing and everybody talking about, you know, how they're not making any money and how expensive it is to take whoever uh, supercross racing in a truck every weekend with whether they're getting works parts or not, I guess I've got a little bit of confusion, and maybe this is something you've hit on before, but if it's so expensive to take a guy like Michael Lessie racing on a 450 with, uh, from what I understand, no factory support, how is it that teams like Pro Circuit or Geico, or Rockstar, over the Supercross season and through outdoors, they got they field four bikes, five bikes, six, you know, with, with Pro Circuit, in 250s, which are supposed to be more expensive to be competitive on. I guess I don't see where the, like, where does that imbalance come from? How is it, how can Pro Circuit justify running six bikes indoors and out, and then the Pro Circuit, or the Monster Kawasaki 450 team, they got two guys if 450s are supposed to be cheaper to race. Do you see what I'm saying, or is my question totally ridiculous? Like, I think, well, because RV you, costs a lot more money than, you know, you can buy yeah, Martin that's, Davalos. That's something I was thinking, but I didn't know if, I mean, is I, you don't have to spout off figures, or maybe you don't know, or I don't know, but, you know, does Villapoto make that much more money than Dean Wilson or Blake Baggett? Yes. That, yeah. They just can't field six bikes. Yes. Is that what yes. it comes from? Yes. Yeah, he makes five times more. You know, that's the, the the bottom line. But you're comparing something that's not comparable. You know, Moto Concept, what I, when I was there, it cost $1.5 million to go racing. We get maybe 10% is sponsorship money. 150 10? grand. Yeah? 10%. Wow. Two, 200 grand. Let's say 15%. Right. You go Monster pays... Mitch, maybe over a million bucks a year. You know, that's that's your... And Rockstar is the same thing. You know, and Geico is a big check, too. Mm. It all comes from the money. Yeah. You know? Sure. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, hey. no problem. Um, Dave can fix Supercross. Dave, what's your comment to fix Supercross? What, what's your idea? Uh, okay, here. I've been riding bikes and uh, everything since the 70s. Now, back in the early 70s, when the Europeans first came over, they had the top class and then they had a support class, okay, they called it, all right? Here's what you need to do. Get rid of heat races. What you do is you go all on the timing, you know, the practice lap timings, okay? You t instead of racing 20 guys at a time, you race 10. So you get the first 10 guys – that would create down the problems of accidents. This is the top ten guys are the fastest guys. So if guy gets a bad start at ten, the the racing is going to be closer. So the uh, the people from ten to twenty 
have their own class race. So you go like a two uh, uh, a two uh, two format racing that night. You get rid of the heat races. There's better racing. The 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 better race is going to be between ten and twenty guys. That's going to be close racing, and the close race is going to be better than between the uh, one and ten guys. Uh, because, you know, it's tighter. They're all on the top speed. You, you understand what I'm saying? Wouldn't that be a good idea? And then you say you give the uh, 10 to 20 guys a half a point rather than you, you give the 1 to 10 top guys one point, you know, as scoring. I'm lost. I'm lost. Would that work or something like that? I think, you know. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got? Uh, huh? I'm speechless right now. We're gonna have, we're I don't gonna have know. To... I mean, it would cut down we're, on the accidents, you know, uh, like we're... having 20 guys going into the whoop section in the turn, like what happened here <laughs> and some of the other, you know, I think the ra- the racing would be tighter. Yeah, but the racing is not the problem. We're talking about the money, you know. Just yeah, but here, find, here's find what, me some money. Yeah, Mike, Mike was saying, here you got broadcasting, <laughs> you're having at least the top 10 guys they're having their own race. They, they can talk about the 6th, 7th, 8th, 10th guy. The same thing with the 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 tenth through twentieth guys they could be talking about them also, you know, bringing their sponsors right. up. See what I'm saying? Breaking it up. Okay. But Thanks. now you got to explain Thanks. to viewers that oh, there's a B main and these guy guys that sucked, but we still want you to be interested in these guys. They only well, get half I mean, a point. Um, thanks, uh, Dave. We got to run. But no, all right. good points. Talk to you, man. Thank all you. Right. Um, hate to hang up on Dave, but we do have a ton of callers. We need to give away an Atlas neck brace. Is what we need to do. So you're saying that now's the time for the kids to call in. First guy right now has a kid call in, wins an Atlas Tyke race right now. Do it. Uh, where's my crap that I have to read about this brace? Wow. It's an it's a neck brace. We, we all know what the show organization brace. has hit a new low. It's all, it's it's a it's a neck brace. Uh, okay. It's an Atlas uh Tyke brace. Uh uh Atlas created it. There it's not just an adjusted adult brace. This is a custom built product that was special Specifically engineered to conform to the proportions of a small child. Uh, suggested retail is one ninety nine ninety nine. Available in black or white. And uh, ch- check it out, atlasbrace.com. Sizing as well. It helps you uh, figure out the sizing. Hang the bottom of this note is for you. Let's see that. Specifically designed for you. First person to call in right now, but they have to have their kid call in. You cannot fake a voice. You can't do any of that. you got to have your kid call in. Wins an Atlas Brace. We're not doing it any other way. What? Huh? We already got a winner. Oh, we already got a winner. Yep. What? Right, put him through. Try to keep the profanity to a minimum here. All right. Okay. Yeah. Can I get a name? Pitch. I don't know what his name is. You. Oh, hey. Uh, who is this? Wiley Roberts. Wally. Wiley Roberts. Yes. Miley. Wiley. What? Wiley. Miley. Like Wiley. Miley Cyrus. Riley. Riley. Like Cyrus or the Coyote? Like Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, Wiley, thanks uh, Thanks for calling. How old are you? I'm eight. You're eight? You, you want a neck, Atlas neck brace? Yeah, you got to turn your, your radio down there, bud. Wiley, tell the Roadrunner yeah. to turn down the radio. <laughs> you got to turn your radio down, Wiley, so we can hear you. What? This is going about the typical way of Pulp Max contest, show contest right now. There you go. Wiley, what do you ride? Uh, KTM 65. Uh-huh. You're eight years old? Yes. Do you, uh, you want a neck brace? 
Yes, I do. You have one now? Uh, yeah. Well, it's okay. No one's no one's gonna come oh. down on you. <laughs> but no. you're you're gonna try an atlas out, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Wiley, when you when you're out riding, do you look back at your roost still? Like you give it some throttle, look back and check your roost out. You do that? Come on. Do I check my wrist? No, do you look roost. back at your roost, like the dirt you're throwing up? Oh, sometimes. Heck yeah, you do. I still do. It's good times. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite pro rider? Um, Ryan Nungy. Uh, nah, sorry you lost out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Wyatt. Uh, no, Ryan Dungey's a great rider. And uh, uh, what about – do you like Tim Ferry? Do, do you, huh? You know, what, about Tim, what about Tim Ferry? I can't hear you. Tim Ferry. Have you ever heard of a rider called Tim Ferry? Nope. <laughs> you lost. It's really sad what the world has come to nowadays. It's really sad. Uh, hey, Wiley, stay on the phone. Okay, thank okay. you for listening. Tell your dad, thanks for listening. Uh, stay on the phone, and we'll get your info. And you have won an Atlas neck brace, courtesy of Atlas Braces. Uh, check them out online, atlasbrace.com. Stay on the line, bro. Oh, cool. All right. I guarantee he doesn't know who DV is, who I am, nothing. He wasn't even born. I had a little mini midlife breakdown at Oakland when – I saw that. It was – I just – I don't uh, – yeah. Nick Way and Kevin Winter are on the floor announcing. JT's texting me from the stands. Timmy's there watching Trey Kennard. I'm like, dude, these guys are all gone. They're gone. <laughs> it's just sad. Yeah. I've been doing this too long. I seen DV come in, win, and get out. At least you were before my time, like when you started being a rookie, you know? Oh, DV, right. I saw DV come in. You've seen it all. I've seen him, and then I see him retire. I was watching TV. Ping has a Suzuki with JT gear. That was sick. Yeah, number 94. Number 90. Looking good. Someone tweeted me a picture of Troy, Ohio that year. Did you see I retweeted it? Yeah, Dale Spangler from Fly Spangler. Racing. From yeah. Fly Racing. USA. Spangler. See, RL had his blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Um, hey, RL, remember in Geneva Supercross? I think he came with you. Yeah, Euro. 95. And, um, that was when, the year I got second. I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember he took a... Uh, there was those kids doing like a demo on a BMX bike. Yeah, it was Matt Hoffman and and then he took a bike. Like <laughs> they were all sucking, and Randy took a bike. Said, "Let me try it." He goes, first jump on a BMX. Really? Three sixty landed it perfect. I was like, dude. RL used to be on the cover. He was on the cover of Freestyler magazine. He used to be a really good, like Flatland wow. BMX guy. Wow. Yeah. I knew he was good, but yeah. Huh. Um. All right, let's go. We. we Mark, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Mark, what's your idea for Supercross? Man, it's not an it's not a new idea. You guys brought it up uh, uh, last year about putting the teams into leagues, maybe getting the money spread out that way. What was the downside on that? I don't remember ever talking about putting them in the leagues. Somebody brought it up last Kenny last season. Could have been Kenny. Genova. Genova always uh, come up with that idea too. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they are trying to get the Arena Cross Series into, like, a separate thing. But I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know, Mark. Um, good idea. Thank you. Well, appreciate it. Yeah. Like the show, guys. See you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Um, these things are getting worse and worse. As we, okay. All right. TJ has a sto- uh, David Villeman story. What's up, TJ? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's up, man? Hey, I uh, 
David, back in uh, 97, you came to uh, Houston. It was just uh, you and your dad and a YZ125 in the back of one of those little, like the tiniest U-Hauls that you could rent. And uh, you guys showed up on Thursday and actually came out to a local track we were riding at. They were going to race uh, the Sunday after Supercross. It was ra- it was raining. It was muddy. I yeah, that. it was horrible. And the cool thing was I got to ride with you all day, but uh, you actually had a problem with your bike. And uh, even your dad followed me up to a mobile bike shop. I helped you get a spark plug. I don't know if you remember that long time ago, but uh ended up getting to ride with you all day. And you showed me some, some, some pretty trick lines on that track. And I had no clue who you were. I didn't know you were racing <laughs> super off or anything. And I want to say you went out and won. I didn't win Houston, uh, but um, actually, the same year, we did the same thing in Seattle. I, I paid some of the privateer 200 bucks to bring my bike to Seattle, and we got nice. there, we got there, we rented a Yule, you know those uh, box van, Yule, yeah, put yeah. it in there, yeah. and uh, pitting out of a Yule truck was awesome. And you, then, you raced that? <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, we went mm-hmm. on and won the race with Something the new old truck and stuff. So that was oh. good times. But we did that the old. And uh, in right. Houston, that one day. TJ's phone sucks. Did, that's. Did you win Seattle '97? Yeah. That was the ruddiest track. That was that was a trial. That was like Tony Blue I wrote style. A, I rode a 250 that night, and oh. it was the gnarliest track I've ever ridden. Um. Doug Henry won 250 class. It was like. You were in a rut. It was a trials ride. Yeah. I was there. I was there. I think. I think Toronto. Uh, nah. When the Butler brothers swept them, might have been worse. When the when the dirt all melted, it was pretty bad. I don't know. Uh, O'Rourke, what's up? Hey guys, how are you? Good. How are you, man? Good. I've got a, a quick um, two part question for DV and Pingree and yourself, Mathis. About um, do you guys believe sand belongs on a supercross track? I like it, but it always ends up. It's got to be in a straightaway thing. Oh, sand? Yeah, yeah, I like it. DV, what's that? This is where you. This is where you answer. What was the question? Do you like sand on a supercross track? No. Okay. No, no, I don't like it. It's it goes in your jersey, in your in your <laughs> freaking goggles, and it, it's one line, and it's horrible. Like you can put uh, logs too if you want, but. They're not fun. Uh, I, I failed to see the connection between sand and logs, DB. No, what I liked is in the 90s, what I liked the sand was always after a big triple. It yeah. was sand and like a little double out. Yeah. You know, that was kind of fun because yeah. it was technical. Mm-hmm. Not too many guys will double out, you know, like roll right. and stuff in the 90s. Yeah. But now, there's uh, it makes a berm. You cannot go inside because it's too slick. It's one line. I'm like, no, just get rid of the sand. Well, they're blowing it now, too. The so sand isn't that, even like, sand. It's like uh, kitty litter. Gary in the chat moon says he remembers a few factory mechanics getting paid to transport cocaine for a privateer. Does anybody, can anybody remember that? <laughs> Is there any cocaine smuggling going on in the box fans? <laughs> oh, good times. What's up? Super, what up? super comfy driving across the country <laughs> with a kilo of coke up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's eight, 80 bucks a gram. <laughs> <laughs> a kilo is, is eighty thousand. Is that eighty thousand? What's up? What's up, Crockett? Say out of tubs for me. What's is? What's a kilo? Pablo 80, Escobar over here. 
Yeah, well, you know, at Le Black, we sell it for... Uh... <laughs> Le Black, it is in the vending machines at Le Black. No, um, I, and I never done drugs. I, I never even smoked. Never. Um, now, back to, the, back to my fan question. I, I think most of the time it is one line, but the sand section at Phoenix seemed to work really well. And I don't know ah, Phoenix what didn't the work. was between... What are you talking about? Phoenix didn't work. It was just an inside berm. The only thing cool about Phoenix was the jump out, the double out, you know? I don't think it worked. I, I, I thought it didn't. I didn't think it was one line at Phoenix at all. Yeah, you're high and drunk, O'Rourke. That's a possibility. <laughs> all right, thanks, buddy. All right, and um, if you could send me uh, DV's number for the hookup later on, I'd appreciate it. The what? $80 a gram, that's cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, get it a little black. Right. you got to be a little black. See you, O'Rourke. Um, uh, hey, I need to talk to you about this tour of the stars thing, oh, the motocross tour. Crap, <laughs> still on that. Hey, I wanted to talk about Mitch Payton. We're running way behind on this show. Okay, I want to talk to you about Mitch Payton because Ginobili and, and the, the, ran on and on. Davalos and Rattrace. Ginobili is that a the Sprouts <laughs> player? <laughs> so I can't uh, kept calling Genova. Watson couldn't get his name right, and I don't. Genova. And I don't think he. I think he did it. By accident first, and then, and then it, yeah, just went with it. We spoke to Mitch. Pay- I spoke to Mitch Payton after the race about Rattray and Devalls. He was very upset, and I heard from other people that he laid into Rattray and Martin. Not happy with what's going on right now with his guys. Uh, but this is what he had to say when I asked him a specific question um, after the race, Oakland. You haven't been this depressed since the Pingree years. Pingree was pretty depressing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Those were challenging times with David Pingree, of course. Uh, no, but yeah. I mean, I honestly, it's just they just got to straighten it out. You know, it's like we're doing what we can do, and like they they got to ride, got to hang it out. All right, thanks. Yep. <laughs> uh, challenging years. <laughs> thanks, Mitch. But the the thing, best part was Mitch. I remember Mitch he invited me to a Super Bowl party. I went to bust his balls for that. The best thing he told me uh, one time about how you were the TLD manager and you were complaining about all the riders, and he was like, "Yeah, Ping." These are a lot like you. No, he, the whole thing was Blos was dating Miss Supercross. And I'm like, man, he's just like distracted. I got to get him, you know. What do I what do I say to him? He started laughing. He goes, dude, this sounds like, you know, yeah. me back the first year you rode for me. Same issues I had. So right. he laughed. He thought it was great. All right. But going suffering. back to Davalos and, and Rattray. Yeah. Rattray is not a Supercross rider already. You know, he was what, leading what, the series last year yes, when he got hurt. What, what do you expect? You know, I don't with, expect better against, than 11th. Against Come Roxon, against – I expect uh, a fourth or a fifth. Yes, thank yeah, you. I understand. Thank you. I understand. Look at Tits. Even, tits doesn't know anything about racing. I, I thought ten. fourth for Davalos. Yeah, I don't think anything wrong with that. Uh, for Mitch, him, that's a good main event finish. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah, let's talk about Davalos. He's been fast all his career, but he can't really stay on the bike. Uh, it's, uh, it's always the same problem. You know, you have to – you know, you know, before you sign the guy that he's gonna be the same. You don't, you cannot change a guy like this overnight or over a winter, just because you put him on a pro circuit bike. You know, it's there's something else. I think. Right. Right. And um, and Rattray is not a su- supercross rider. Is is, you know, he was leading. That was great, but he got hurt pretty bad. And mm-hmm. it's always the same thing when you come back and you got a a big crash. You you're not. Kind of like you were talking about silly audio, you know. You're not, you're not really the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, let's take our second commercial break of the 
the night. Um, How many breaks do you have? Three. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. You need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do in the bathroom? Coming up. Le Black. Is he going to come out rubbing his nose? Co- cocaine. <laughs> in the back. <laughs> in, the, in the champagne room at Le Black. <laughs> cocaine. Uh, 80 dollars. What was it? 80 bucks? <laughs> come on, Pink. <laughs> he, he knows. See, he's speechless. Ask Fro, he knows. He's speechless. Oh. <laughs> He can't Ooh. even comment. Uh, what is that uh, beat anyway? I don't know. It's just I just googled That's so a funny. bass beat off of the off of the internet song. Dude. Good enough? <laughs> Alright, let's get going now. Sounds like a uh Pulp Mech Show is everybody at BTOsports.com. We still have Jason Anderson and we still have Travis Baker coming up. And uh, a lot more talk with David Pingree and David Villeman and thank you to our sponsors. We are giving away Trey Kennard gear, sign A3 gear. We have a shit ton of entries already. Yep. But uh, send it into pulpamexshow at gmail.com. Do right. not send it to my email, personal right. email. That will not get will it done. Will not be accepted. 11.59 Wednesday night is the cutoff. Random drawing. Uh, free gun. Let's give away some free gun, a free gun hoodie. Okay. Let's do that on a commercial break. Uh, I don't even know what caller you want to pick. It's, you just do it. We've only got three lines open well, right now. Whatever. So. Hang up on these dudes and then. Can we say the third caller? Whatever you want to do, bro. Let's say third Thanks caller. Thanks to Free Gun USA for that. Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, NFAB Showy Helmets, Atlas Neck Braces, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension, Fly Racing, and BTOsports.com. Of course, we will be right back. Thanks for listening. This is Ryan Villapoto, right from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. 
The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. tried other neck braces but have you ever tried the one that's flexible the revolutionary family of atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement the atlas brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports independent chest suspension a flexible split frame design and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the atlas brace family apart from others and our championship winning athletes ryan Filippoto, jeremy mcgrath and jake weimer agree you may have tried a neck brace but you haven't experienced an atlas brace It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free gun underwear. 
Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. Well, Mama told me when I was young, said, sit beside me, my only son, and listen closely to what I say, and if you do this, it'll help you, son. Sunny day, I it will. Oh, take your time, don't live too fast. 
troubles will come and they will pass. You'll find a warm arm and you'll find love. And don't forget that there is a someone. Sounds of some crappy band picked by David Pingree. That's a good song. That's uh, a Skinner song. And who does it? Who's, who's Shine Down does right. that version. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Good stuff. I mean, it's no Halen. That's uh, not bad. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to you. like introduce you to some actually some good music uh, over the over the T- coming weeks. TC wrote this in. I am just getting caught up on the archives and finished the A1 show. I have to say, you are totally wrong in Ping's choice of music. And it has been one of the better choices. Nothing against Van Halen, but Beastie Boys is definitely better. Actually, about everything Kenny picked was also better. On second thought, my Van Halen kind of sucks. The show rules except tits. He needs to go. Uh, uh, so, yeah. He's 100% right on all points. <laughs> but, t- but tits has a voice for radio. Tits is over there fist pumping. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension. X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, N-Fab showy helmets, free gun underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops Moto, and Brop Bar. Brop Bar. Brop bar. Thank you to Brop Bar for coming on. Uh, let's get to our next guest here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. It is uh, Valley Yamaha's uh, Travis Baker. T-Bakes, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? I'm good. Hey, I got a quick question for you before we get too far into this. Uh, did you sign your X-Brand contract, X-Brand goggle contract? Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay. All right. Now we continue on this interview. Uh, some yeah. riders didn't sign them and then got out of them with claiming Ooh. they did not sign them. So I need yeah, to. Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not gay like most people. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to. Uh, Love this guy right here. I need to check on all my athletes and make sure the contracts have been signed. So. Yeah, uh, I want clear vision, so I'm, I know what's up. Yeah, he knows what's up. You have to sign a contract for a product only? No, we pay. Wow. We pay T-Bakes. He's worth it. Cool. Uh, David Villeman Studio, David Pingree as well. What's up, T-Bake? What's up? Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, um, like we talked about after the race for you, you're on the Valley Yamaha team this year. You are riding 50 Supercross. It has been a bit of an up-down season for you. You do definitely have some speed at times, but then some crashes, and you bent your shifter when you're like in fourth or fifth one at Anaheim. Uh, up and down a little bit, but speed's been there, I feel. Uh, yeah, you know, it's actually been really a downer for me, uh, not where I want to be, uh, been crashing, doing the stupid stuff, kind of making big mistakes, and then, like you said, I was running fourth at Anaheim, and then, uh, you know, just kind of tagged the hay bill, and it wasn't my best friend that night, but the, mm-hmm. the week before, it saved me from a crash, so, um, you know, it's, uh, it sucks, but, uh, we keep pushing forward, and the team's behind me, and, Yep. We're, uh, we're going to go forward. Um, how is the team? Valley Yamaha scale its efforts back down, but 
Uh, it looks like the factory Yamaha guys are really helping you out this year uh, on the 250F. Yeah, um, we're just a, a tight little group. Mm-hmm. Um, great guys. Uh, Chat Lanza is awesome. My, my mechanic, Scotty, has been doing a great job. Uh, and then uh, we have a helper, Robbie. And then, yeah, Yamaha does our motors, and they stepped in a lot. I'm actually, I've been surprised. And I, I grew up racing Yamahas. and. Mm-hmm great people and I've known them and so it's kind of nice being back with them. What's your thoughts about Oakland? Uh, uh, like we, you went back to 14th, you were up to 9th, uh, you finished 12th. It was kind of a chaotic uh, main event. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I just didn't feel great. I Like you said, I went 14th, back to 9th, back to 10th, back to 8th, back to 12th. Yeah. So. Um, you know, uh, not what I want, like I said, yeah, but, yeah. uh, but it, it's crazy. You know, we got a, we got a good, uh, stack class and mm-hmm. having fun racing, just, or kind of having fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not fun if right. you're not winning, you're not up there. And, uh, you know, I, I know I could do better and the team has been behind me and we deserve better. I, I, and, you know, I just haven't put, put down what I, what I need to do and they have. So, mm-hmm. We just gotta get things clicking. Uh, 702-586-7857 If you have a question for uh, Travis Baker or the Valley Yamaha team, um, I guess one of the questions I have for you is uh, the 250 West Series. Ping, we were talking about this before the season. The West is way more stacked than the East this year, however it worked out or for whatever reasons. Uh, do you feel like that, Travis? Do you feel like I mean you've been a veteran of the series now? Do you feel like this year more than maybe in the past years the the, the class is uh, deep? Uh, usually I think for, uh, some reason the West is always more stacked. I mean, you got the, the Troy Lee guys that only raced West, like, like, uh, we did the last two years. And then now you got, I guess the JDR guys, they race just West. So you got teams that only do West coast and, you know, we're all racing dirt bikes and no matter what, uh, you, you, you guys always see it Vegas. So, and right. usually the West Coast is faster, but mm-hmm. you know I'm not gonna gonna put down the East Coast because those guys there's some fast guys over there. Yeah, no, there definitely is. I just when you start looking at the potential race winners and veterans like yourself, and you, you know you try to break out a top ten, you're like, oh man, you know what I mean. And then there's dudes like Polatelli and Savashi who, for me, have kind of really impressed and come out of nowhere. You know, so it seems yeah, like it uh, seems like there's so many veterans, and then there's um, um, you know, these kids. Yep. Um, hey, so what? What's the plan for? Um, are you going east at all? Going to ride any four fifties? Are you going to do anything like that, or is there any plans for that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Chad, Chad's a kind of off the wall kind of guy. He's awesome, and he's kind of said some things, but uh, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing in stone yet. But it'd be kind of cool to hop on a four fifty. I mean, that thing will show me his boss. But uh, I kind of enjoy right. riding them. But uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. How much uh, how much different is the bike compared to the Moto Concepts bike that uh, you first kind of made your name on? Uh, how much different is the um, Valley Yamaha 250, if any if any difference at all? The bike itself hasn't changed a whole bunch, but I know that all the mods probably have. Yeah, the bike itself hasn't really changed, like the chassis and all that. Um, haven't really changed. You know, I like I said, I've always enjoyed the Yamaha. Uh, you know, I think uh, power wise. With Yamaha being a board, it's a lot better than 
what it was at Moto Concepts. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, that's all I really want is you got a good good motor and good backing behind you, then uh, you should be able to win or you should be up there. So you right. kind of it's all on the rider. <laughs> I like this. Baker's not making any excuses, Ping. I like it. No, no, like, hey, my bike sucks, my team sucks. Nothing. No, no, because I'm not like the other riders, and you... like I said, be gay about it. Um, <laughs> you got to be a man. This is a man sport, and uh, if you're going to be a, a pussy, I guess if you want to say it, sorry. But uh, Oh, yeah, we can, we can say that all the time. Um, How's your mechanic doing, bud? Good. Uh, I, I really enjoy him. He puts, uh, puts a lot of hard work in, and uh, it's good. Scotty's a... Uh... An OG Troy Designs guy. He was Troy's mechanic back when it was a Supermoto oh, yeah? team. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then he worked for me at Supermoto for about four months before my before team. Before your went. injury? No. Nah. Oh. Remember when I left and I did that Supermoto team, that Aztec? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot. We did one. We did the It was moto. all this money. It was all this money paying. You were going to go. Yeah, we did the Navy, whatever they were, yeah. world championships, and then they folded up. <laughs> Bad move. Scotty was a good dude, though. Good mechanic. <laughs> you got a good guy wrenching on your stuff. Uh Aztec Racing, like DV's move to Buku, similar? <laughs> Pretty similar. I mean, if you've been a man, I ride for Team Buku. You know the going cost on a uh, kilo of cocaine, Travis? Because <laughs> Villaman does. Because Villaman does. He's got, he's got his freaking rave club uh, back in uh, yeah. France, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DV, did you say you're giving out free vodka for a Pulp Max fan? Yeah. What do they got to do? Please, show, please show elaborate. Up, show a Pulp sticker at Le Black. Yeah. Free bottle service. Is that is that correct, DV? Yeah. Don't 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 elaborate or anything. Just please, <laughs> just just simply. You're just, saying, you're saying. Okay, you, right. you show up with a Pulp Mix sticker on, you get a bottle. Okay, there we go, folks in France. Nice. The bottle service at Le Black. You will not hear Van Halen in there either. I don't That's think so I'm going to give a, a lot of bottles away. All right, uh, Travis, back to you. Uh, we ask the tough questions on this show. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, besides the prices of cocaine, <laughs> we ask prices. We ask questions like, "Hey, uh, you're, you got two year deal at Troy Lee Honda, and it seemed like you were um, going to kill it over there. Great team, great bikes. We've seen that. A little yeah. bit, little bit sideways move. I thought you had a great national season last year, though. Very consistent. Talk about your two years at Troy Lee Honda and uh, how you look back on them." Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was good. Great learning. You're always learning on dirt bikes. Um, my first year, uh, you know, it was all right, I guess. I mean, I always am like a top 10 guy. Uh, I, I'm trying to even remember the first year there. Um, you know, uh, was getting used to the Honda and then outdoors never really went. I mean, it went all right. I think I, my best finish was the eighth my first year. Uh, Colorado uh, overall, and then uh, kind of was consistent, kind of wasn't. And then last year, um, really, like I said, consistent, kind of in Supercross. I think I went like 8-8, 10-10, 8-8, and then I Salt Lake, I crashed and hit my head and uh, did all that good. Yeah, Sealy did, did his kidney there. The whole entire Turley team wiped out. Right. Yeah, we just, we just got a big bang. Boom, done. <laughs> TK was really pumped on that day. You know, he gets really happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I bet, huh? Yeah, and then, um, you know, outdoors wins consistent. Um, the two years before that on 
Moto Contest and uh, first year at Troy's, you know, I was right. all right, like around top 10, but mm-hmm. then uh, I'd be on the ground saying, uh, oh, and then not racing. And then I'd come back and, you know, that fun stuff. Yeah. So which, which, which uh, you know, last last year, I, I think I was 10th or from 8th to I think 11th or 12th every moto. Yeah, um, it, was, it was for 24 motos. It's insane. Yeah, for uh, and you know I, I was I was pumped on that because I got through the season not hurt like the prior two years right. and uh, you know uh, it was consistent like but it wasn't what I wanted. It's not uh, you know I want to be up there and I want to be uh, competing and uh, you know I am competing in tenth but yeah you know I, I want better for myself and you know mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's one of those things, right? And you learn as you go. And, and, um, can you compare the TLD Honda to the, uh, Valley Yamaha? Um, the TLD Honda, you know, I liked it. Um, you know, I'm not going to be like everybody that says, Oh, my new bike's the best yeah, thing ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I liked that bike. It was fast and I kind of had a little bit of problem with my front end. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me the how the way i ride or or what but uh you know i just kind of had a little bit of problem with that washing out in the turns and stuff i mean we we kept uh working on it and you know we we fixed it and then it kind of if we thought we fixed it and i kind of would just i think it was just my riding style and uh you know mm-hmm. i i really like the chassis and uh you know how the yamaha is right um like i, I grew up on it so and yeah. it really hasn't changed since when I was an amateur, Ping, you couldn't work out those front end problems on Troy Lee. When I you wasn't were there, there but... Well, but yeah, but when you were there, you couldn't got, got a setting going that worked for these guys. <sighs> no, no, we did. Uh, no, I felt good. Um, uh, I don't know. I just riding solid to that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, let's blame it on Keith. Let's do that. Yeah, you know, it's just all Keith's right. fault. He. Uh, he put me in the wrong direction. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just, you know, the problem is, is we're all kidding, but someone will think we're serious. That's what happens. Um, yeah, because no one can take it. Right. T- hey, how's, how's married life treating you, dude? I haven't talked to you really much since you got married. Oh, it's good. You know, we uh, live in a, out in Romo land, uh, enjoying it, and uh, it's nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I didn't know you moved up there. Well, I don't know. What, yeah. What's he talking about? What? Ro- it's like north of Menifee. It's a little... Oh, okay. Between Menifee and Paris. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, can you ride from your house? Out yeah, because uh, yeah, Nuevo is just right over here. Right, uh, I could ride from my house there. Nice. I'm not, Pretty good. I'm not in the ghetto of Nuevo. I'm like right on the outskirt of it. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Travis, thank you for coming on the show tonight, the Pulp Mech Show, uh, presented by BTOsports.com. We appreciate it. Um, good luck with everything. I know your vision and your goggles will be – Fantastic. I'm glad you signed your contract. That's also yeah. a good thing. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, good luck with the rest of this West Series. And maybe we'll see you on the East on a 450. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. All right, man. Thank you. Good luck, Trav. All right, thank you. See ya. Uh, Travis Baker, everybody, the Valley Yamaha squad. Um, you missed him by one year, right? Well, yeah, I helped get him done, his oh, okay. deal done, but then and you split. I was go- yeah, I was gone right. when he started there. Okay. So, who was a better manager between you two? You two former greats uh, of the sport, DV for sure. DV, yeah. yeah.
Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even flinch. Dude, I don't know what he's doing. I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't that good. Let's talk about Phoenix 2000. No, please not. Indy 02. Please Phoenix no. 2000. Was that when? When he caught the king. Shh, stop it, guys. He caught the king. But RL f the king over what by was not the year when Kato cut the turn and blew oh, you Phoenix. out of the corner? That Phoenix 03. 03. 04. That was dirty. He cut, oh. <laughs> cut, the, he cut the track. He got me head on. Everybody <laughs> says, you should have square him off. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like you're supposed, to, <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> to expect a 450 <laughs> coming in at Mach 10. Yeah, let me see how that worked out for a you. Rare, a rare show of aggression by Wyndham. Yeah, Kato usually didn't <laughs> do that. Very angry that Philemon got him the corner before. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's do the uh, btosports.com tweet at tit segments. As usual, these are real questions. Look, he's scrambling. He's on the phone. He's scrambling. Uh, real questions that came by real listeners. And uh, maybe you can try to get our, our fly racing correspondent uh, employee on the phone, too, for these. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. These are real questions from real listeners towards you two, towards myself, maybe towards Tits. He gets a ton of them. He picks the very best ones for the show. And uh, brought to you by BTOsports.com. By the way, did you know that uh, the code for BTOsports.com has changed to save yourself money? You know, it's it's Steve now. It has changed to Pulp Max. Oh, yeah? It used to be Steve. Now yeah. it's Pulp Max. That's better. It used to be yeah. Mathis, too. Yes, yes. We change it every once in a while. I, I use it. Do you? Yeah, I buy some. You buy stuff? Nobody gives you free stuff? I hate to ask for stuff. Okay. I buy stuff on BTO uh, and all the sites. Oh, okay. Even on eBay, right. possible on a bike, whatever. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Do you have 934 on the two-stroke? Yep. Of course. Do you have? Hey, do you still have the Oakley over-the-top sunglasses? I can't find them anymore. Oh, I want to wear them. I moved so many times. Hagio I can't find Hagio, them. Hagio can't, doesn't, says he doesn't have any either. No, I don't think They, they probably have. burned them all. <laughs> they, they put them in a big no, pile hey, and burned them. I love those things. I was bicycling with those all yeah. the time. Really? So no helmet? No helmet. That was my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I would stop at the light. The cars next to me, they would look at me and be like, what the heck is he doing? <laughs> What's his deal? Uh, all right, Tits. Tits, what are you doing? Did you ever wear the Urkel glasses? Nothing. Like the calling? ones Bubba wore up on the podium. Nah, don't worry about it. No. Black. He said he might not answer. Oh, okay. so no, no big well, deal. He didn't. All right, so you got a ton of questions. Yep. We didn't even get to them last show either. Right. So I don't know what you did. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's do go. this. Let's do this. Okay. We got we got 15 minutes to our next guest. Okay. Tony Blazier. Remember that guy? Yep. Okay. Heard of him. He His don't question like is. Don't like him at <laughs> don't all. Don't like him. <laughs> he wants to know what really happened with Short's team. What were the outside of its control... What do you mean what things. really happened? They didn't have enough money. Well, all that they said is there were things that were outside of his control. Okay. Yeah, money. because he couldn't money. force anyone to pay yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, surpri- I mean, I'm surprised you did not ask about the Redskins. <laughs> no. That's all you talk about. Yeah. yeah. That's um, a dumb question. Tony, yeah, I, t- 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 Tony, that's a dumb question. There's no big conspiracy going did on. Did you here. see the press release, though? It said LNMC regrettably must announce their commencing racing <laughs> commencing op- operations. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> really, guys? It's it's set out by a Hollywood PR agency, and you're going to say commence the the racing. You're going to start by folding. We're going to start by ending this team <laughs> now well, for thing, reasons unexplained. It's easy to see, you know, when you see on the bike, it's all red, and you have Barry and Chaparral on it. It's, yeah, 
I don't think Demeron is putting well, a million bucks on there. That goes back to what you were so, saying about industry, industry yeah, guys. So, yeah, if you have only those companies uh, paying for it, they're not paying for two million bucks to run a show. Right. No. All right. Sean Brown wants to know if you heard anything about the whole fiasco between Millsaps' wife and no, security. No, I didn't hear anything about that. I don't know. What happened? I don't know. She couldn't get to the point on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, all the wives, they, 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 they get problems. Uh, even mine had problems to get in when we podium or something. You know, yeah. It's kind of. What's your take on that, though? It's the guy, the security do guy is Did, doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> every, I don't think. Every, I, and, and, well, listen, first of all, every jackhole who has the yellow CSC security jacket is a jackhole. I realize. Yeah. It's not, but he's doing what? his job. That's right. I don't think. If, if the wives don't have a pass to be on the floor, yeah. they shouldn't be down there then. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she does or doesn't. I don't know. Oh, so, I'm yeah. sure she doesn't. Why right. would she? Right. She doesn't need to be on the floor. Right. Well, maybe she so she's running it. down. Oh, I'm not picking it. on her. I'm saying all all wives, yeah. like the people that run down there to the podium. I mean, yeah. You don't have the right pass. The guy does his job. What do you want to say? Yeah, there's right. nothing uh-huh. to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I agree. Um, Briggs. He he called in earlier. He actually. I, I can't get over your your voice. It sounds so radio, so, <laughs> so much dyna- so dynamic. You're listening to tits at <laughs> eleven p.m. <laughs> if you, smooth jams. If you don't have tits, <laughs> you don't have an ear. Um, this actually, I don't know if this is next breaking news or not, but Reed just posted a photo of him uh, going into an MRI machine, saying that those things are never fun. You know anything about that? He was actually hoping that JT would be online. Maybe he knew something. Let me let me play. Who, who's let going me, in the machine? Reed. Reed. You just let posted me, let, a photo. Let me play a vital MX guy. It's because they're searching to see if he has a heart. Because he doesn't have a heart. <laughs> Dude, he got smashed so hard between Grant yeah. and Stewart. If yeah. you watch him get hit, yeah. There's an excellent breakdown on Swiss Corner on yep. PubMX.com. I saw that. Frame by frame, like Zapruder. Check it out. I can't make your computer work. I, what's wrong? What's wrong with uh, with Chad? I don't know. I, I don't know. Something's wrong. That's what he's. There's asking. no way he gets up and can only come back. He, to he didn't ride very well. He did no. say he was going to come on the show tonight. Hey, talking about this, so like I want to point out, Canard, uh, Canard was in the pilot. Yeah, get out. Uh-huh. It was yes. late. Yeah. Like he was like almost and the last. Yeah. He, he crashed, crashed again. Yeah. Yep. and he came back to fourth. That yeah. was a great race. Yeah. Well, you know who his coach is slash trainer. Wow. You know. Who is it? Rollerball? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, Jeez. You, you know a guy named Kevin Houston? No. Well, his dad, Nick, sent in a question. All right. He wants to know what you guys think if they were to have split starts, like separate a little bit more, would that help or hurt or – Make any difference at all? On, is this the uh, night of dumb ideas? The Swiss no. thought oh, sucked, and the other guy wanted. Well, is, oh, he, he was oh, talking about. Sl- oh, wait, sorry, we had a, a crash at a race. Let's reinvent the wheel. I thought he wanted wheel. gate drops, no, no, no. different gate drops. No, split starts. What about like ten guys sorry. here, ten guys? What there. about yeah. a monster cup when the the left <laughs> gate dropped <laughs> yeah. the other guys? <laughs> or how about monster cup when Shane McElrath almost killed someone coming in on the berm? I'm with Pingree. Ah, we had a crash. Let's change the sport, you know. Just a thought. Yeah, the split starts. Here's the thing with the split parts. Split parts. Split balls. Split balls. I'm going to call the squat team. Is he French or what? I'm going to call the squat team on you guys. Stop it. Um, hey, buddy. Not that good of a drop. Um, <laughs> the split starts always have one side that's better. Almost always. It just, it just works out that way. 
Yeah, plus you're, like, you're not going to have that much room. It takes up too much room. It's like, yeah. Starts are fine the way they are. Who picks these questions? <laughs> um, oh, is, is Kato back? Kind of. He lives kinda. in my iPad. Yeah. F you, dude. What's um, that? Pookie. <laughs> Guess who this is. Guess who this is. That's so funny. Morjo? No. Who's that? That's so funny. I don't know. Factory Phil. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. Tits. Come on. What? Sheesh, man. Uh, Robert Gowdy or Gody. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. but That's uh, Demon. That's Demon. On, on yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the guy. Um, he wants to know if you guys think you or could Tommy Han, would he be the fill-in for um, Wyndham Outdoors? I guess Wyndham probably wouldn't have done Outdoors anyway, but are they going to put somebody on his bike? Come on, give me a question. Or give me an answer. Let's go to the next one, bro. Don't just don't just shake. Let's go to the next one. No, next. I think Tommy Hahn's going to race in Canada next year. Uh, from what I understand, the deal is is working. There, there's talking. There's negotiation. There's things going on. Tommy Hahn may race Canadian Nationals. All right. We saw what it did to Matt Gerke's career. Don't laugh. I wasn't laughing. You smirked. Okay. Um, Damian Clayton wants to know. With Tomac's crash and now him not leading the points more, do you think that that will uh, – or how much will it affect his chances of riding 450s on East Coast? You think he still does it? Because okay. last week you said for sure he's going to do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You think he still will? If, he, if he's healthy. I mean, I think that's where his focus is. You know, he, I think he's kind of over this there's class. there's more chance for him to race 450 being 15 points down. Than leading the championship. Oh really? There oh, we go. That's yeah, he's got think. nothing to lose now. Nothing to lose now, so might as well go. But um, yeah. Do you have any questions specifically for Pingry or DV? Um, I've got one that uh, DV can answer. Okay. You still have any affiliation with Yamaha at all? I know you're a no fan of theirs, but no, no, I, I, um, I, I love the 450. Mark Held wants to know if uh, you guys know anything about the 2014. That was your question. Mark Held, yeah. For for well, the question is, do you know if uh, Yamaha is going to make any major revisions to their 450 this All I hear is year? smooth jams at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new frame, new bodywork to resemble the JGR bike, slimmer uh, and everything else. Still and, a reverse uh, engine. Still a reverse Just engine. Just gonna have the wraparound pipe. Yeah, have thingy. a wraparound pipe. Um, new frame. It'll it will be uh, stiffer in the front. And softer in the back section of the frame. It'll be like the exact opposite of what it is right now. What, what did you get that info? Uh, I can't tell you. Can't say on the air. I can tell you after after the air. After we go to commercial. Last last one. All right. Since I'm not going so hot. Well, no, it's what, not what, that. What was... I mean, it's not that. It's just well, you know. Those were the ones I thought were good, and the <laughs> ones that I see left are not as good as what I thought. So are any of these been just... good questions, Ping? So far, it's a big negative. Okay. Yep. All right. It's not Tits' fault, though. Corey Mosier. Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. <laughs> uh, Mosier, his, his first name is Corey? Corey, yep. Yeah, he doesn't that. want anybody to know that, but that's what it is. So call him Corey or if you ever Creeper. Is or Creeper. Cor- Corey Michael Mosier? Corey. I don't know what his name is. We don't know what his middle name is. Fascinating radio, though. Yeah. Um, he wants to know, is Andrew Short's sixth as impressive as it looks on paper considering who crashed? And DNF'd, would that have uh, made a difference? 
Yeah, you would have lost a couple spots, but still good, though. So people saying, yeah, he needs a factory bike. there any truth to that? Well, Pain. I mean, even if Barsha and Reed hadn't have gone down, he still could have beat Stewart. Potentially. I mean, Stewart's been getting, what, eights, nights, you know? And, uh, I don't know. This is what it is. There we go. Great. I think Alessi, that's, same that's thing. He would have been, he would have been, you just bump him back two spots. Yeah, yeah. That's about where they would have been. Uh, Matt sent this email in. Hey, Steve, I've been following you for years, and I'm going to be in Vegas for a couple of days a week. Uh, I would like the tour of your studio. Not to, <laughs> not to sit in and get in your way, but a tour and an explanation of how things work as I'm interested in all the techie stuff. Just so you know, I am not a freak. I fly a Gulfstream G550 for a billionaire. I would be happy to meet you at Atlantic Aviation at KLAS. I don't know what that is. Imagine it's probably an airport. That's below, uh, yeah. First, and give you a, you and Pook a tour of my aircraft so you know that I am not a nut job. If a multi-millionaire trusts me with his aircraft and his life, well, maybe you could too. Honestly, as a huge fan, I think you do the sport a huge favor. Thank you, Matt. But I really like the way your show works, and I'm interested in how the tech stuff goes down. I am no rich guy, just a pilot for a rich guy. But I'll be more than happy to throw a grand at a guy like Ronnie Mack to run a pulp sticker or whatever for a tour. Again, not looking to get in your way, but I'll be swinging through. And if you could give me a tour of the studio, I'd be down to help your cause. A grand to Ronnie Mack? Uh, Matt, Matt. Um, thanks, Matt. And I'll be in touch. Let's see if you can work on a donation for a studio visit. Donation to my pocketbook. I'll, I want to be here for that visit. Well, here it is. There's tits off. There's, uh, here it is. There's a cooler. You can grab a water. Let me go to the other uh, wing. You like hockey? <laughs> There's a Tim Ferry show. Yeah. Drills in. There's some fairy stuff, and uh, you know who Rollerball is, so that's pretty much it. Let's head back to your plane. <laughs> There's a champagne bottle from Tim Ferry in 87 when he won the 80 expert class. Uh, and there's a JT helmet there. This is, how cool is that? And look at Basset Hound. Um, all right, Corn Dog. Corn Dog wrote in and said, uh, "I love the show, no matter who you have as a co-host. However, Kenny was the man, and I struggle since I'm a huge RC fan. But I know he took Kenny from my favorite show. I don't know how to feel. I am a big fan of Ping. I like everything about him, from his humor to his political passion and stances." I think freestyle is redundant and boring, but for some reason, I really enjoy when Mason is on the show. Rotate those two and keep Pookie out of the studio for the love of God. <laughs> F you, dude. Asshole. Oh. Pookie is. Pookie has a Mosher She has a Mosher shirt on. What is going on there? Uh, she woke up and it's all he had for her. He, he, it was on the floor of his house. You know, Mosher's house. Why does Mosher have a sweatshirt that says Mosher on it? <laughs> Uh, his his company, his his parents' company, certainly not his, and one that he will probably run into the ground when they when they when they leave. Uh, is Moser heating and flooring? Ah, uh, cool. Uh, warm. Yeah, yeah, I got fl- it. Uh, uh, they run the hot water through the yeah, pipes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, corn dog. It's true. Uh, hey, suck it, corn dog. It's her house. Yeah, beat it. Beat it. And uh, Pookie's part of the show. Pookie is the show. Uh, and now the music, Corndog says. Listeners make a big deal out of it as an attention grab because you talk about it and debate it all the time. I don't listen to the show for the music, so I don't give a crap what you play. Just please no more five minutes straight of playing music and talking about the different songs like you guys did a few months ago. I think I'd rather sit through another roundtable with tits and scoops before I listen to that crap nice. again. Uh, Corndog. All right, thanks, Corndog, for that. Um, Jeff sent an email in. 
thing. Uh, as a pure safety issue, why doesn't Feld and the Supercross community work to get the bikes fitted with a transmission to eliminate false neutrals? <laughs> they can't even. <laughs> DV's dying. DV's dying. Is that the full moon today? <laughs> wow. That was. Yeah, I should hang on to that one. <laughs> the AMA can't even like properly tech a bike. And they're going to give you trannies? <laughs> you know what they do? They snap your pegs to make sure they go up and down, pull your clutch lever in, and go, yep, looks good. Bring this one through. Yeah, yeah, really, right? They're going to solve uh, false neutrals. You forgot something. You forgot the sticker on the chest. Oh, they, yeah, they do put a sticker. They, they, yeah, they do put a sticker. And sometimes they ask you for your uh, a jersey if you have a spare one for their, for their collection. Uh-huh. Uh, but, that, yeah, that has been some of the emails, the best of the best emails, I guess, uh, um, thanks everybody for that. We're gonna come up with our next guest, Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson. Um, wh- what do you know, Ping, about Hanny? Is he on the I team? Know, I know nothing. Right? I, I, do you... I don't even try. Right? Why do we? Why do we care so much? I don't know. We don't. But I was told he's in the hospital, and then he was Twitch was tweeting he was riding with Hanny in the dunes. So I, I mean, is he on the team? I guess you don't know. Is he going to be racing? I, mean, I have no idea. Racing? I've completely, it's like J-Law to me. Totally yeah. stopped caring. Wasn't he with the L&M? Yes. Like Jeff Ward or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Shorty was with them too. So but, what's but the deal he, got, he, uh, he was sick this weekend. Did he race A3 or A2? He did. No, he was sick there too. He only qualified. Then he pulled out. Then he was sick for this weekend again. But, he but they benched him one time. They benched him for Phoenix. All right. I think I think that train has officially derailed. <laughs> the, the, he has a great talent. Like, he's a great rider. You know, it's kind of. All right. I just want to know if anybody knows if he's still on the team. Maybe we, we can ask our next guest that. Uh, he just <laughs> had... <laughs> what? Yeah, let's ask Jason. I'm sure he'll. We're going to ask him that and then the price of cocaine. Let's see if he right. knows a kilo of coke right. going for in the street uh, season. Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson, uh, great race at Oakland. Uh, one of his best, I think, in his career, second best podium. Jason, thanks uh, for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, hey, man, great. Oh, well, first of all, do you know the price of cocaine, the price of a kilo of cocaine? Uh, I'm pretty sure on the streets of Oakland you could find that out. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. You're welcome. Uh, David Pingree's in the studio, and David Villeman was uh, is. What's um, going on, Jason? Oh, right on. What's going on? Um, man, Oakland was good for you. Uh, you were really, really fast at Oakland, weren't you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like I've been pretty fast all year. I just haven't really brought it to the races and kind of had a little bit of bad luck here and there. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely felt good on the track in Oakland, and uh, my night ended up awesome. So I was, I was happy with it. Ping, do you know in the heat one, and I don't know how this happened, but Jason went from, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I looked at it today. In one lap, Jason Anderson went from 13th to, like, 5th. That's a good lap. In one yeah. lap. Uh, what happened? What, what, that was incredible. Yeah, did you get a wormhole and <laughs> skip through time? Did you, did you cut I the track? I got so lucky. We were actually watching the review video for, like, my heat race today. And, like, dudes were crashing everywhere. I, like, in three corners, I passed six guys because of the guys crashing, and I was just, like, in perfect spots at the right time. But I, I thought it was crazy, too. I, like, I looked on the board and over the finish line, and I was, like, in fifth, and I was like, no way. Yeah, yeah. My was, start was horrible. Yeah, it was insane. Um, man, and then your heat race, you had the fastest time on your heat race. I think you got 
Did you get third in the heat race? Fourth? Third or fourth? Uh, uh, I got third. Third. I got a bad start. Yeah. And then crashed and ended up third. Yeah. And, and was fastest heat race of the night. And then the main event, third place. Um, uh, it was a, it was a great ride, man. Phoenix though, he missed the main. He crashes with like four turns to go in the LCQ, but uh, that was a bummer. He had to have been pretty upset. Yeah. Yeah. Especially coming off a one. I ended, I was ended a one fourth and then mm-hmm. going into Phoenix, I was like, man, I feel like I felt like I was going to do good. Like my whole week of riding went good right. and everything. And, um, the LCQ, I was just, I was pretty much riding around in the last lap, like Martine was in front of me. Yep. And then I just ended up going over that triple, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take it easy and just downside it perfect and just roll through the rest of the track. And I ended up clipping it, going over the bars, and then going to pick my bike up, and I feel like I'd have still qualified. Mm-hmm. And then I looped out picking my bike up. So yeah. it was just a total dork move on my part. But yeah, um, it was a bummer. Yeah, for sure. It was, you know, definitely, like you said, you got fourth, so for you to miss the main, but... I mean, your speed's been there. I'm picking you right now as an early favorite for the 2014 title, Pingree. He's he's an early favorite. If Tomac and Roxon aren't in there and Sealy's going to be gone, Are you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know, I mean, he's looking really good to be you, the the guy for that class. I mean, I think each week, if you yeah. can just get your butt up there and watch those guys and try to latch on to them and pick up the the little tents that they're making on you here and there. Uh, yeah, just no learn from you them is what I need to do. Just be yeah. in the mix every weekend. Yep. Yeah, it's super hard to like learn when those three are jetting are jetting out and checking out, right? So it's really the start, and you got to see what's going on because I think you're probably the best of the rest of the guys. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. you just got to get yeah. in the mix, like you said, and find out what they're doing. And you were at the opener. You were closing in on Sealy. I thought yeah. you were going to get him I for did, a while there. I ended up getting super. Ner- I ended up just getting like super nervous. I was like, oh dang, I'm like was pumped that I was like riding that good and then I ended up just making a few mistakes and he got away from me but I mean I was pumped on how I was riding and you were probably breaking Ping's heart because you're catching Sealy who hit, that's his guy <laughs> I mean um, <laughs> I was too ready to pass him uh, hey 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson um and hey, as good as you've been riding, and and it's been well, uh, you got David Millsaps over there in in the other truck, in the 450 truck, leading the series right now. You're you're doing well, and uh, man, your team, there's something else this year. There's something something new going on at Rockstar Racing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been with this team since well, my day one on pro, so I've seen us go through crappy times and and being where we're at right now is definitely taking a lot of hard work and having Davey on the team is awesome I mean he uh he's definitely brought a new level making us lights guys look bad Mm -hmm. right now but you know um he's definitely something that you know it's a good 450 program so it's something good that um our team has and I'm just stoked to Uh, have him to practice with and watch him race and just kind of learn from him yeah you've been riding with him a lot from what I understand how's that helping you yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, me and him do, like, if he has, like, a 20-lap moto, I'll just do it with him. And um, we, I start in front of him, and he has to catch me every time. So it's uh, we definitely push each other. So it's been good on that end. And we have our practice track at Milestone. So it's basically me and him and the other guys riding, and we are, we're there every day, four days a week during the off-season. And now, well, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Thursdays, or whatever. So it's, yeah. it's good to have him there it's awesome does uh does your manager dave gowan does he ever tell you about his wrenching career does he ever bring that up no he, he doesn't really say much he talks about 
uh, Canada quite a bit. Oh, okay. That's about it. Yeah, so. I like Dave Gowan. Good guy. Uh, what you mean, like how good it is to be out of there, like that type of thing? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what he says, but I don't know. Do you know all the titles that he won up in Canada as a mechanic? Are you aware of the dozens of titles that he won? No, he's pretty modest. He hasn't said no, not much about it. So just, just go in. Go, I guess you can enlighten me on that. Go in there and say, "Tell me about the rollerball," and grab a chair. The rollerball. <laughs> that's that's what you do. Um, uh, hey, we got some questions for you already. Uh, Kevin, what's up, man? What's your question for Jason Anderson? Hey, uh, Jason, I just wanted to say I'm a, a big fan. I think you're doing awesome this year. I love your style. Thanks, man. Um, my question was, uh, being teammates with Ryan Sipes this year, is that awkward, and have you guys talked about your accident from last year? Oh. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Uh, he, he definitely gives me – me shit all the time so um, <laughs> like at a2 i told him i was like you better watch out i'm a little bit rusty i haven't done this in a weekend i didn't qualify for the main yeah yeah i told him which i don't know hot laps but I'm, we just joke around with it or whatever i'm blanking what when happened? they when they what hit happened? on the start is that what you're talking about oh yeah. on the parade lap yeah. yeah 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 right salt lake city and then you threw your neck brace off in the air that was a pretty smooth move dude that was a crazy night i don't know yeah. Something was weird that night because my night was. You podium that night, didn't on you? The hot lap. Yeah, I crashed on the hot lap, got the whole shot, <laughs> really a brace off, <laughs> led like 11 laps, first 11 laps of my life, and right. I was like, ended up second. It was crazy. So it was cool, though. Uh, wow. Thanks, Kevin, for the question. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Um, yeah, that, that was a nuts, uh, a nuts thing. We got a question from a uh, Moser here. Moser, what's going on, Thanks. man? Thank you for listening. And uh, what's your question for Jason Anderson? It's Corey Michael here. <laughs> hey, Jason. What's going on? Um, I was just curious about uh, your riding coaches you've had over the years, starting out with uh, Weege giving you uh, psychological help for the races, <laughs> and I think you had, what, Randy Lawrence for a year or two, and now uh, now you're working with uh, trainer to the stars or Andrew Short, uh, Coach CG. Yeah. Um, it's Sagey. Been, it's Sagey Moser. And through a couple of them. no, 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 no. That's not how I. It's not CG. That's how I. That's how I said. All right, Sagey. But that's what I said. Yeah, I've definitely been through been through a couple of them. So, I mean, uh, Randy still helps me out right now. Sagey's just helping me out on the on the physical side, and, and um, so I mean, and I get to ride with Davey, so I learn a bunch from him. But you definitely learn a few things from those guys, and. Um, They've helped me get where I am, so cool working with all of them. Um, so what's Randy helping? What's Randy helping you with, and then what's Sage helping you out with? I mean, Randy. Randy is just going to the to the track with me a little bit. He um, heads out there with me two days a week. I mean, he works with um, Blake and Sipes, so um, he kind of just goes out there and does their motos and just kind of gives me a few pointers and helps mm-hmm. me out at the races and. Um, that's that's about that's about it right now, and I've just been kind of doing my own program, like on the physical side all off season. So, um, with uh, Sagey, he writes my physical program, so it's worked out good so far. Um, so, I mean, the goal there is to get like a shorty six pack. No, all right, see you, see you, Moser. Um, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of shorty, um, your your buddies with him, and uh, he's gone through some trying times lately. I'm sure you know a lot of the backstories and all that. What's going on? 
uh, pretty cool to see him get a six this weekend on that bike with that lack of that lack of bike time on that bike and uh, a new team and everything. I, I think we ever, everyone was pretty happy for him. Yeah, I mean, Shorty's a solid dude, no matter what. I mean, he's always fit. He's always doing the right thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, him being on that bike, I mean, I didn't expect him to get six, but I knew he'd be he'd be up there in the mix, no matter what. Right. So it was uh, it was cool to see him do it, especially with uh, everything that's happened. I mean, I don't know too much about it, but um, you know, oh Deji, come on, yes you do, been, yes you uh, do, you know all about it. He's told you. I don't know too much. I mean, me and Sage just talk on the phone, so okay. it's about as far as I guess. This, but I'm pumped for Shorty. That's right. cool that he did good, though. Yeah. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you uh, one of the questions that uh, came to mind right away when I was when I was um, thinking about having you on the show was, hey, your rookie season and and Ping, you can maybe jump in here. Your rookie season was rough. You know, you won the you won the award at Loretta Lynn's for Horizon Award winner, and, and you really were thought to do pretty big things, and you're you are doing them now. But the the first season was rough. To the point where the, the Dave Gowan and the Rockstar team actually just said, "Hey, go clear your head. Um, you know, practice, work on your fitness. Um, don't worry about you know the week in and week out struggles of the Nationals." How big of a step was that for you? And and were you pissed when it happened? I mean, how did it all go down? And and talk about how it helped you. Yeah, I mean, uh, like amateur days, I I really. I mean, I went to school through my sophomore year. I mean, I didn't ride in the winters or whatever, so I would just show up to the races, and I kind of felt that's what I ended up doing for pro for like my first year pro. I just didn't. <laughs> I mean, I I trained and rode a bunch, but I just didn't have a real program, and I went in there not fit, and um, you know, I just wasn't really ready at all. I mean, so I, it was kind of a struggle of a year. But Randy Lawrence came in. He helped me out, get, got me through the season, and um, mm-hmm. that that was where the Rockstar team, I was so pumped on them because they ended up sticking with me another year and giving me another chance, yeah. and um, it's been good since then. Were you cool with that decision, or were you like, hey, this is jacked up, or were you like, yeah, this is what I need? Yeah, well, I understood it. I mean, right. I was doing super, super shitty, so it was like, right. you know, I, I understand. I mean, at that point, I didn't even know if I wanted to race, you know, it was kind of wow. just like one of those moments where you're like, I was doing so crappy and doing good seemed like it was such yeah. a far reach for me at that, at that moment. I was just like, geez, I didn't know what to do. But, um, you know, I just put my head down and mm-hmm. it's not that I was like scared of hard work or anything. I just didn't really know what to do. I didn't right. really have the proper guidance you could say. So that's just what I, I got that right now and I've just been sticking with it and it's been working. Ping, that's a, that's a big step from amateur to pro, and and what they did was pretty unique. Um, what what'd you th- think about that? Pain yeah, right it's a huge step, you know, and you've got to have somebody. Um, like you've talked a few times, sorry to interrupt you, you've talked a few times, Ping. Randy Lawrence basically showed you the way. You had no clue when ter- when you turned pro in, like, 78 or 81 or whatever. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, no, but you didn't know. You were like, huh? No, my, my first year of pro, the guy that was working for me as a mechanic literally was an old racer. He, didn't, he couldn't even... He could, I don't think he could rebuild the top end of my bike. Yeah. He was good at putting stickers on. We laugh about it all the time. That was about it. And my bike sucked. It was terrible. I was, like, just headed to being out of the sport quickly if something didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was when Doug Dubach got kind of booted out at Yamaha. Randy didn't have a job. And he was looking for something. And Button put us together. And I moved out and lived with him for three years out here. And he got me set up with Pro Circuit on a solid bike. And we yeah. went out that summer and or that whole year yeah. in 94 you know, with the JT gear and all that and had an awesome year. I mean, I was fourth in Supercross and 
the five nationalists I did, I think I got fifth at three of them. Yeah. But you, five. you can relate to what Jason was saying about being a pro and being like, huh? Oh, you, like, you come in and you're just you don't you don't know what to do, you know. And even <laughs> then, Randy was, you know, he hadn't really gone through his bicycle phase where he learned quite a bit about training and and that it was still mm-hmm. very yeah. caveman days back then. You know, yeah. there wasn't trainers, there wasn't anyone to help you. That yeah, I think a lot of teams. I and I've written this and talked to Dave Gowan about it. A lot of teams would have just said, "Ah, this Sanders kid sucks." He, you know, at the end of the year, we're yeah. firing him. He sucks. He doesn't try. He doesn't work. We're firing him at the end of the year. And, and well, if that were the case, I think he was trying. They saw him ride good during the week. It wasn't that he sucked. No, but I think a lot of teams would do yeah. that. A lot of teams would just turn their back on on a Jason Anderson who was struggling. And I admire the Rockstar yeah. team for being like, "Hey, like kick- star, you're going there, to star, aren't you?" They, I'm not. Doing, and, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. But there is a team that rides Yamahas that's, <laughs> that's named after things in the sky. That that balls of gas. Balls think of gas. That that just don't give the dudes a chance, yeah. you know. And I admire the Rockstar Gallon team and and all that for and and Bobby Hewitt uh, for saying, "Hey, let's let's help this kid out." You know, I just think that's a great move. And and look at now, now you're you're a podium guy, and and I don't know. I just... They got you got your, you got another year in your contract too, right? From what I understand. Yeah, I signed a two year deal last year. I mean, it, I was I was stoked on that. I mean, where I was. They definitely could have just wrote me off like yeah. like a bunch of other teams would do. So, I mean, it's been the best thing that I've ever done. I'm happy with well, everything so now that's going on. They're looking like geniuses over there. If next year he comes right. in and he's yeah. he's now your well, one of your main title contenders. Dave, Dave knows. Dave worked for Rollerball. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, hey, is it, is it, <laughs> All right, we get it. Is it true? Mathis. Is it true? Oh, I, I talked about Millsaps to this too, didn't I, with you, Dave, with Pingree. What? I talked to Millsaps about Rollerball too, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why talked to everybody about it. Right. Um, hey, is it true that you turned down, um, either turned down Mitch Payton deal or didn't, you know, stuck with Rockstar or he, or maybe he didn't offer you a deal, but he was, was, uh, sniffing around. Is, is that true? Well, I mean, it was, it's not like I, I just straight up turned him down. It was, it was like, Bobby gave me an offer and I kind of gave him my word that I was going to sign my deal. And Mitch called me like that day. So and I didn't even want to put it past because Bobby is stuck behind me right, through right. my horrible year and stuff. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to stick with what I know. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave him my word, so I didn't really want to fall back on that. And, and it's an awesome team, too. Yeah. And I saw the hard work they're putting in with motors and stuff. And right now, our bikes are awesome. I mean, they're, they're um, capable of getting good starts. And, you know, I see where they're going, and I feel like I could have done – I could do the same thing on our bike right now as I could do on a Mitch bike. So, um, and our team works hard. So that's all I could ask for. And, and they stuck behind me. So I was happy with it. Um, that'll go a long way with Mitch too, down the road. You never know. He'll go, yeah, that Anderson guy gave his word to Bobby and you know, like that, that's, that's ethics. You know, that's, that's a good thing. I think if that's what happened, that's what you committed to. Integrity. Integrity. That's what you got to do. Good thing to have. Yeah. I hope it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on the show, uh, Jason. I appreciate it, man. Uh, like I said, you rode really good at Oakland, and I'm happy to get you on. I haven't talked to you much, uh, if at all. I'm not sure. But, uh, uh, yeah, man, keep doing what you're doing because it's working, and, and I see more podiums and a win in your future. And just make sure you talk, yep. make sure you talk to Gowan, though. Make sure you talk to him. And then uh, things uh-huh. I'll, I'll pull out a chair. Thanks for having me, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, man. appreciate it, and uh, good luck with everything. See you, Jason. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Thanks. Later. Uh, Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson. DV, please. 
too many questions. We can't get to all the questions. Sorry, bud. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm listening. All right. Do we need to do anything for you? I'm good. Okay. We need some... <clears throat> yeah, I forgot to ask him a question. I wanted to ask him a question about his always his jersey coming out. Oh, it his jersey it? does come on Tucked all the time. He's long. He's got like a long torso. That's why. Huh. He needs an extra long jersey. Or he's got no butt. Well, DB, I can't, I can't read your mind that you want to ask Jason Anderson a question. You have to speak uh, up. That was hey, a- he's a good kid. And his I don't family, know him at all. I don't know him at all. His family's Nothing. committing hard. I mean, his mom is a uh, teacher. Mm-hmm. in New Mexico, quit her job to come out and stay with him right now because he's like kind of on his own, needs someone to just Oh, God, 1-800-CALL-PING? Well, you won't need that now. But no, yeah. no, 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 good All family, right. good family. But Well, yeah, but how many how many people, uh, you know, there's trouble in that. There's trouble with that. Was mom moving out with him? No, with mom not coming out, just living on his own, doing, you know. Yeah, but I mean, he's not, he, he's not blowing it. He just needs some help like with meals and laundry and, you know. Probably going to ruin his game with chicks, though, but whatever. Who cares? You know what? You just say it's my roommate. Yeah, good one. Yeah. yeah my yeah. roommate's, yeah. She's older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Right, right. Yeah, that's Helps. a good point. Yeah. Um, you can get around it. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brown Goggles, Atlas. Uh, let's take this question. You got. You got to make sure you, your what? mom understands, like, the tie on the doorknob or the sock thing or something. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. have a. Yeah. He's going to have to lay down some rules. Hey, Eric, you got a question? We're going to go to commercial, but before we go, Eric's got a question for David Villeman. Hey, this is Sorby. Remember me. I've not called in a while. DV, how are you doing? It's me, Eric Sorby. Guy sounds like he owns a 7 Eleven. <laughs> or used to work at Subway. <laughs> no, I do not work at Subway. I'm uh, Sorby. I am a gay French boy. <laughs> tits, you got had again by Sinjin. <laughs> Tits. Just wow, tits. Tits, come on, bud. Uh, Atlas Nick Mary says, X-Brand goggles, N-Fab, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops, Brat Bar. We're going to take our last commercial break of the night. Come back, wrap this thing up with X-Brand goggle tear-offs, N-Fab, Bang and Bar segment, and some more bench racing with two 125 Supercross greats, David Pingree, David Villeman. See ya. The X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, 
Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. 
No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to the, my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Joey dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Joey's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Joey, Joey, Joey. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, Proven on the track.
That take you back to the uh, crusty days, a little bit. Yeah. Yep. It's actually not crusty. Is uh, well, whatever. Okay. Terra Firma when uh, MC was at uh, Castillo Ranch. Yeah, get your facts straight. Yeah, get it done, bro. Smooth <laughs> jazz. What you, What do you remember about those two videos? I remember where I was when I first saw Seth send it off that dune and just grenade. I himself. was in Winnipeg, uh, Canada. Um, what year was that? Ninety three or four? At, at a house party. At a house party. Uh, someone put it in. I'm like, oh my god! Just like, yeah, I totally remember it. Yeah. Um. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me ask you a question. What was that? Ping. Yeah. Troy Lee designs Honda. Yep. Geico Honda. Yep. Pulling hole shots, winning races, um, killing it. No longer using Pro Circuit so much. Troy Lee still using exhausts. Geico has, has gone their own way with Yosh and their own in-house stuff. And Matt Jory is doing the TLD motors. Matt left. But, Matt yes, left, he, he but designed – he, yeah, basically what, built their whole I've always package. thought – Mitch has always told me, you know, why don't I want to give these teams the best stuff? It helps me when they win because I sell a lot of Cowie parts and I want to sell Honda parts. He you sells know? more Honda parts than he does Cowie parts, I would bet you. Yeah, okay, so his reasoning – on doing the best work he can for these teams that he competes against is solid and sound. And I've always just thought it was kind of a coincidence. But is it? Is it? Like, there's no doubt these bikes are pretty good. Well, Mitch works, I mean, almost nonstop on his bikes. They're constantly testing new stuff, running them, you know, dynoing stuff. Mm -hmm. going. He's not going to do that with other teams' bikes. He gets you to... A competitive number, you know, 40, 42 horsepower, whatever it was, with his setup. And you take that and you go on your merry way. And you can piss and moan all you want about wanting a little more, a little of that. And he'll be like, all right, well, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll work on a new exhaust here. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to figure something out. But it's like day in and day out, he's grinding away on his bike, making yeah. it better and better. And I think, you know, so, like for so, TLD and for Geico, that was good to a point. Even Even him doing what he was doing. They was won. better I than mean, anything yeah. else they could get at the time. Yes, yes. But there comes a point now where you're actually starting to bump up against competing with his guys, and and that's when Geico and even TLD kind of went, okay, we got If we want to go to that last level here, we're gonna have to do it in house. And I mean, it's working. Oh yeah, it's definitely working. I, I would tell you all those bikes, the Rockstar bike, TLD bike, um, Geico bike, PC bike. Very, very close now. It's not the big gap that it was yeah. like KTM. when Tedesco was racing them right. and right. whoever was back uh, in those days, Langston. Yeah. Right. And, you yeah. know. What do you think, DV? Yeah, I think it's tough to use somebody else's uh, stuff and compete against them. You know, like, Unless it's FMF, which DV loves. Still loves. Yeah, but FMF doesn't have a team. No, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I think they make good products, good pipes. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's tough. And... Um, it's good that I think it's it's um, uh, the success of Geico and TLD is also because they have an engine program that's mm -hmm. maybe a little different 
and they're competitive, and uh, they can actually it, be competitive against Mitch. Let me ask: If you started a team tomorrow and you were, you were a manager of one, would you run pro circuit stuff, or like would you do you turnkey it, or do you try to do your own deal? It depends what rider you have. If you want to win, maybe you might want something top of the line, especially into 50F. Yeah. If you want to be between 5 and 10, then, yeah, you can use somebody else. I've know? always believed, like, you can source out cams and a high-compression piston and an exhaust manufacturer. And I always feel like yeah, you Yeah, but you got to give them a spec. You can't just go, hey, make me a kick-ass cam. Would you thanks? Well, I mean, th these guys do their homework. These cam companies, Crower Cams and such, they do homework on their bikes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. you have to do your recipe. You have yeah. to find your cam, your piston, your the compression you want to use, right. the valve, the springs. There's a lot of things that comes into play in in a, in a four-stroke engine. Yeah. You know, two-stroke when you have the your exhaust port height and your compression, your squish, your head volume. You know, it's yeah. kind of like was way easier. It's a formula, the whole yeah. thing, the whole package. Another thing is too is is Mitch is buying these valves. You know, he'll come up with a a spec, and then he'll have Dell West make the valves, mm -hmm. and then he gets a big batch of them, and then he he was selling them to you know Geico yeah. and TLD. Well, those guys eventually got smart and just called Dell West and said, "Hey, can we buy those valves?" <laughs> and they you know basically yeah. cut the middleman out. So some of that stuff went away just yeah by way of that, just, but, but just by knowing knowing what knowing what. Uh... Going on. Uh, it's crazy all the stuff they do, though. Like, there's someone here who seems shocked at 42 horsepower. I mean, I would tell you they're close to 50 race bikes. You know, you can't go off. Like, every dyno is different. And are you going from the from the motor? From are the you wheel. going from the wheel? From the wheel. You know, um, I ran. Who, who dynos from the motor? Uh, all factories, dude. Factories. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> there goes my yeah, thing. Obviously, you have more. Mitch spiral. doesn't. Mitch's dyno is a, a wheel yeah, dyno. Yeah, he doesn't have a motor dyno? No. Oh, okay. You have, um, you have a bigger number on the motor yeah, dyno. But, yeah. You know, I mean, when Tim Ferry was hurt all those years at Yamaha, I dynoed the shit out of bikes and pipes and pistons and cams. And you would go in on a Wednesday and run everything. And you go in on the, a week later, same dyno, same calibration, get different numbers because the air, the atmosphere in the air has changed. Uh, your wheel pressure maybe went up or down. Uh, the drum wore a little. You know, like there's yeah. a lot. What's, what's really important? On um on the wheel dyno is um you have to test at the same temperature engine every time. Yeah, that's something that's tough to get. Yep. And uh, the gearing, the jetting, everything has to be the same. That's because why you, you would you know you, you can cheat. You can if you dyno an engine and you want big numbers, you're gonna have it super lean. Yeah. And then you put it on the track, you can ride it. You know so. Yeah. The dyno is just... That's why I never go, a, like, I never freak out over dyno numbers. It's a tool, right. but the dyno is wide open. You know, they put fourth gear, you go wide open. There's, you don't see the, the throttle response. Right. You don't see the, the rolling power. So I think it's just a tool to give you an idea. Yep. But all the tests, you have to have a rider that knows what he's talking about, know what he wants, and when he says, I want bottom... It's not like it's already at 12,000 RPM. You know, like, uh, that's something. And um, the communication between the rider, the guy that do the engine, they have to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always difficult. Riders sometimes don't use the same words. 
when they want to talk about yeah. the same thing. So that's kind of, it's a challenge. And the dyno, the numbers on the dyno, yeah, you can have a, remember we used that um, supermoto engine on the 450. There was like yeah, oh no, the, 63 the, or, or The biggest, the, the, the most horsepower one I ever did was Henry's supermoto motor. Had a 42 millimeter carburetor, no air box, just a filter off the back. Uh, two millimeter oversized valves and a couple of different exhausts and a piston, and it was doing 61, 62. Uh. Unrideable. We took some of it the, for these guys, and everyone was like, oh, God, no. Like, you know. Yeah, you yeah we, we tried racing our supermoto bikes at Glen Helen one, one oh, yeah. time, just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. no way. Yeah. Unrideable yeah, the, on the, the dirt. Pow- the raw power is not, yeah. especially on 250F, you need something broad, right. you know, that, that when you shift, it takes the power, you know, there's no holes in the, um, in between gears mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's it's a challenge, and all the riders are different. You know, y- you take somebody that rides like Purcell and somebody that rides like Mike Brown. Yeah. Y- you can put them, like, the two best engines. They're gonna, one's going to say, oh, this engine sucks yeah. because they don't use it the same way. Right. So. Um, hey, are you – you used to write a column for me. You were Moto Concepts manager. You were helping out Nick Way for a while. Are you just a little over the sport these days? I don't notice a lot of Twitter action from you. Uh, you know, you obviously you have a great opinion, and you've watched it a lot, and you've won a lot of great races. But you seem like you're as the, as removed from the sport as you've ever been. Ah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really follow that much. I watch on TV. I recall the races. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I took a couple steps back and just kind of – yeah. I'm not really involved in into it. Uh, are you gonna be involved again, or is this cool? Is this what? Are you happy with? No, I don't. Going? I don't run. Want to be really involved? No. You know, like it's it's kind of tough. And if you want to be involved, it's either you're 100 percent, and it takes so much time. Mm-hmm. You have to travel. You have to do this and that. Right. And uh, if you're a manager or a coach, a journalist, if you do whatever, you yeah. have to be gone all the time. Um, and looking at a guy who got out of it right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> At one point, it's tough. You know, I've been in there for so long. Right. And um, I kind of, I like being a fan. And I follow, I look at lap times. I kind of, mm-hmm. but not as, you know. Yeah. I, I'm not into it as much. But I love the sport. And I love to see good racing. And yeah. and I like to see riders work out and win. And then I like to analyze the guys that don't win and the mm-hmm. They don't. They don't meet um, expectations. Uh, biggest regret in your career leaving Yamaha, probably the end of O. No regret. Nothing. No, no regret because at that time, I thought I made the best decision for my career, mm-hmm. and you know, Abuku was a, a huge amount of money right. for two years, and I would have retired at thirty thirty years old. That was it. Yeah. End of O seven. I was. Th- gonna be done it was sx only it was three times more money than yamaha it was you well know. how much were you getting paid there you you would you say or no yeah, uh, you don't have to say yes make him say um enough to buy that sweater i, I did not get all <laughs> i did not get all the I, obviously i left so i did not get all the money but oh it was um 1.4 million for two years you got you That's just crazy. missed the the window like as a top 125 wow. guy we talk about this all the time yeah. like you made like 70 or 80 you yeah. david pingree 
five, six years later. So, yeah, that yeah. was, a, you know, at that point, I thought um, it, the, it was 16 races, super costly, and I thought it was the best thing. And um, it didn't work, but, you know, I tried, and I, I thought. Um, Why didn't you was, stay again? Why would you leave? I forget, the second year. Oh, no, oh no, fell apart. The I, team. I just, did you ever I, see the reality show? No, awesome. I didn't get that channel I just, oh, back there. I just wrote, uh, I just wrote uh, until uh, the first year until Daytona. It didn't work. We didn't really. Well, you started on a two-stroke. Bad move. On a Honda two-stroke. Two yeah. I got 10th of the opening or stuff. And then I might got 9th somewhere. It was it was, it was was tough because the year before I, was, uh, I got 4th. But um, it's, it's the way it is. I don't, I don't regret it. Right. You know, it was a good experience. It was a um, a good life experience, but uh, and it helped me. And I was at the bottom of the. Uh, I was at the bottom then. You know, I moved back to California. No, no contract, no bike. Yeah. Called up McCarty. Said, "You have a couple of bikes to the nationals," and we did the deal with Motor World, and I signed for forty, forty grand to. For no fear. That's the only money I yeah. had that year. Yeah. I had expenses paid by Motor World, and I went racing. I did good. I was top favorite and I got a podium in that mud. super muddy yeah. race. You know, that was right. – it was a fun year. But it's, you know, nothing about – it didn't work out for me. It was a tough time in my life, but I learned a lot. And But I don't regret anything. I don't regret <laughs> getting hurt in the hills when I was in the championship. But – it's, I made those decisions. I made the decision of... 1.4 mil, you don't regret shit. <laughs> well, you didn't get it all, but yeah. Well. Yeah. So, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I thought it was the best for me at that time. And um, I was supposed to do a photo shoot with FMF and uh, Transworld. And I crashed and I broke my shoulder. So, I made the decision. Nobody put a gun on my head and say, hey, you have to do that. You know, so... Um, right, how, how many 250 wins do you have? Seven. It's good. As much as Phoenix 2000. Hemig. Indy 02. Oh, you can name them. Look at you. Indy 02. He caught Ricky. Made the last Where does that put pass? you on the all-times list? That's like not too bad. As high as Hemig. <laughs> I think it's like uh, 14. No. 16. No, more than that maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's but that's. DV, DV that's was legit. a bad dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Beat Ricky McCarmichael. When Ricky, Ricky McCarmichael. Ricky McCarmichael. <laughs> Mike Carmichael was that dude. And beat Jeremy <laughs> McEichel. <laughs> and Ricky McCarmichael. No, DV beat Jeremy McGrath and Ricky Carmichael when they were at the top of their game. Yeah. You know? Um, let's take, let's get some calls. we got to move along here. Uh, Kevin, what's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. What's uh, Thanks for listening. What's your question? Um, I actually had two things. Uh, one... Uh, more of a bench racing topic that I wanted you guys' opinion on. Um, there's four big-name riders on Suzuki's right now, and the only two that have made top fives are the two that aren't supported by Suzuki in any way, which is Michael Essie and Davey Millsap, and their factory riders, uh, Tickle and Stewart, haven't made top fives. just wanted you guys' opinions on that, whether that make Suzuki look good as a company or bad? Suzuki will tell you to make looks makes them look good because these great riders choose to ride Suzuki's. Um, of course. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Tickle was doing exactly what Tickle did last year in Supercross. 
getting yeah. bad starts and finishing around 10th or so, 12th yeah. or whatever. Uh, James is hurt, and he's half of what he used to be, you know, riding with an injured uh-huh. knee. So, um, yeah, it's a weird deal. It's a weird, weird deal. Uh, my other question was, uh, what do you think Factory Suzuki does when Stewart pulls out? Because I know you said a couple times that, you know, a couple more top tens and, and he's out and then not racing the Nationals. What what are they going to do? Well, they, they went home last summer when Brett Metcalf got hurt. They got no reason to be there. And they James, don't, they're not James, beholden yeah. to Rockstar no, yeah, or anybody else. They can I, just pack it up I think they save just, some money. I think they just go home. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you we're know, at. But it's not factory <laughs> Suzuki, it's Yoshimura. It's yeah. different, right? No, it's factory. Right, yeah. I mean, it's factory guys, factory bike, factory team, run by Yosh. But either way, I don't think that affects anything. If James would have just, if he really wanted to race, this is the thing that gets me. Is, is he says, oh, I'm, I'm sticking it out because people are saying I'm a quitter and I make excuses and this and that. But the smart thing to do, if your ACL is blown out, like Monday or Tuesday after A1, go get it fixed. You're ready. You're yeah. ready for the nationals. You're ready to go at Hangtown then, and you at least got a shot at one full series. He's gonna dick around with this thing, keep screwing it up, keep mm-hmm. tweaking it, get it fixed in you know February or March, and now his whole summer shot, whole year. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think with with uh, with those top guys, you know, they for some reason I, I think they all have the attitude that they can't get hurt and. You know, for Stewart, like, just what DV says, there's a lot of guys that don't have ACLs. So, I mean, in his mind, he can, you know, ride around for a couple weeks until it's strong enough and then go out and win, you know, and and make himself look good. But, you know, how often does that happen, especially with Stewart? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Yep. Bye. Uh, All right. Let's – who's on two? Benny? Hello? Hello? Who's this? This is Gary. Oh, what's up, Gary? What's going on? Hi, Gary. Hey, uh, I had a, a question about uh, pit boards. Yep. I think you build a question at. Uh, now, I've been watching races for years, and one thing I've noticed that I've never got, and I've never understood why guys don't put more of a gripe, when a guy is three seconds ahead of another rider, you see the other mechanic whose rider's behind three seconds, he puts the pit board out early to signify that the riders are actually right behind the guy he's in front. Um, I obviously, I've noticed that from years, that the guys do put the pit board out way earlier than the rider needs to see it, give the illusion to the other rider that, hey, my guy's right on your ass. Has there been any squabbles in, a, in, in your years of being a pit board guy, being a mechanic? Because to me, that seems kind of a little bit, I don't know, it, it looks like it's trying to distract the other rider to get the, the other guy to think that he's right on his tail. Have you, have you guys ever ran into anything where guys have been putting out early and guys getting pissed? Uh, I've done that. I don't think it helps or matters. One time, Ryan Clark was holding up Kelly Smith, and I put park him uh, on the board in front of Ryan Clark to, to you know scare the living crap out of Ryan Clark. And Clark told me afterwards, yeah, I saw that. I got pissed, and I pulled away, and he exactly what he did. So good job to me yeah, on that. Backfired. Yeah, backfired <laughs> on that. So, uh, no, that, that's all just bullcap. Riders don't even look at their pit boards. Yeah, they TV, don't. You, you, you <laughs> never looked at your pit board, I think, once in 10 years. No. We, we Unless know. it was near the end of a national and you retired. Yeah, nationals you look because you know, like, time's left yeah. or whatever. When Supercross, you know, now you can see the, the ball with mm-hmm. the – the laps, laps left. Yeah. You can you see everybody was. It's that you kind of look around and 
You don't really need a pinball. I'm actually really. surprised over the years in talking to racers how much you guys, and I refer to you as racers, both of you, you, you see someone crash out of your corner of your eye. You hear the crowd. You see your position. You know the lap. Like, there's a lot of time or a lot of things that go on where you guys are knowing what's going on in the race. Like, more than I would think. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you do it so much. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. It becomes so common for you to just ride laps, especially if you're in a battle with somebody. It's probably you're a little yeah. more focused in on what you're doing. But I don't know about you. I've had races where, you know, if I'm just kind of cruising around by myself somewhere, I'm thinking about yeah. what's going on the next week. River. Where I'm going to dinner. I mean, literally, yeah. stuff's going through your head, and you're just like, I should probably pay attention to what I'm doing here. I mean, <laughs> have you ever had that happen where you just, you guys, you're not really Is there it? mechanics out there that, that do that on purpose, though? Because that's what I'm getting at. I no, mean, no, are yeah, guys yeah. No, purposely no, put in yeah. a pit out early to give the illusion of the guy? Because yeah. they're doing it way off. They're obviously, they're, they can wait till the guy passes, then put their pit board out, but they intentionally put it out uh, in they, front of the guy. Yeah, they that happens all the time, but I don't think that's a really uh... – Yeah, I think guys try it or whatever. Like mechanics, a lot of mechanics clearly think they're very key to the race, you know? I remember I'd be a, a little uh, bit pissed if I was in my mechanic, though. My guy's three seconds ahead of the guy, and he's sticking his pit board out in front nah, of my guy. Nah, the only, I, I, would just, nah, I, I just saw that on the Supercross the last couple ones. I just thought I, I didn't, I'd just be curious if you guys I, ain't heard about squabbles about I, that because I, I'd be pissed if I was I, I, I did it. I, I used to do it here and there uh, to do it. It never works. Who cares? The only mechanic I ever got mad about anything was Muffin. You know, he used to get mad in the mechanics area. No, everybody else doesn't You don't really want to see Voss as your boss, though. No. Or, did that come <laughs> or, pull, or pull off too slow. Yeah, yeah James, slow. Frank Thomas, pull off too slow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, th- thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, there was a story about Cody and Puzo and, and GPs. Like, uh, I don't remember which mechanic broke the other rider's finger with a pre-born. Oh, yeah? Yeah. DeLaurier broke, oh, I remember that. broke his pit board over Villapoto? Or Villapoto broke Paul's pit board when he was working for Alessi? Bud's Creek? Like that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, something weird going on. Um, Ackerman. Hey. What's up, man? Thanks for listening. What's up, guys? Can't believe you listen. Good, I can't believe you listen now that Kenny's not on the show. It's still amazing to me. Well, you're annoying the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody else is good. Yeah. But, uh, Thank you. Like, just tell the boys. Things funny. <laughs> Pink's funny. DV, he's got the perfect voice. It's great. Mm-hmm. And, I have the perfect uh, accent, hey, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> and just so you know, you can get upwards of uh, uh, 20 grand per kilo of coke. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Back him and dials us in. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's yeah. a deal. That's not retail. But, uh, right. Hey, um... Uh, and I know, um, some riders that have, uh, taken coke back and forth across oh. the U.S. to nationals. Oh, well, there we it, go. Back in the old days, or is this, like, recently? No, old days. Like, at least, I'd say at least, like, when you guys were riding. Sleazley? No comment? Well, oh. probably... 95, 90. Hmm. Probably Watson. Guy named Mark? <laughs> no. Yeah. Guy named Kenny? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the boss fan was, was red and yellow. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I don't want to throw it out. Right. There. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, hey, but uh, what? What? Else? What? Um, hey, pretty good shuttle ride. Not too great. I don't. I, I don't know, but uh, your show's really fucking me tonight. And uh, all these guys calling and telling, telling you how to reinvent the wheel. Right. It's really annoying. Yeah. Well, we had a big crash on the weekend. We got to do something. We got to overreact. So. Yeah. Well. All right. Thanks, Ackerman. You and your. Uh... No. Hey. Hold oh, on. What? Okay. No. Yeah. And. Uh, and you saying all your commercials is really getting, really getting annoying too, bro. But, it, uh, bro, it's how we pay the bills. No, I know, I know, I know. Guys like Pingree, guys like Pingree don't come cheap. Uh, I, I came for free, bro. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I like, I like having Dillman on though. He, yeah. He's pretty good. No, he is really uh, good. He just hates the sport now. It's too bad. <laughs> uh, well, I need the sport too if I looped up my bike. Doing a wheelie, standing <laughs> on the seat. <laughs> hey, Canard stole your deal. Canard stole it. It's not my deal. Just it's fine. Hey, but you know, you know what? What, what race was what? it where you went over the bars? Was that in Phoenix? You like did a nose wheelie down what a tabletop of, or something? Where was no, that? The, Anaheim. Yeah, I looked at I looked at Anaheim, and then I went over <laughs> the, the bar bars at another race in Indy, <laughs> like doing nose wheelie, yeah, yeah. but pretty slow. Went yeah, down, no, it wasn't gnarly. Yeah. But. But you know what? I like uh, guys like they do that. Yeah. Now, like even in practice, everybody jumps straight. There's no oh, whips, no like. Carmichael used to get like upside down. But that's because like, it's all business now. It's like timed right away. Everybody's getting you know. Yeah. So but scary. they do like slow laps. Like do a, a whip. Do yeah. Trey does knack knacks. Do some hill clickers. All right. Dang. Hill clickers. All right, yeah. DB. Back it down on that. Windham. That was hey, the signature. Love you guys. Thanks for a good show. Thanks, hey, Ackerman. Bye, Ackerman. All right, we're going to do the uh, NFAB Banging Bars segment. And I want to dedicate this. Throwing you a curveball, tits. Dedicating okay. this to DV. Yeah. It's Banging Bars brought to you by NFAB. NFAB's industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. We design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars. NFAB.com team with Blos and Nicoletti. Nicoletti was off this weekend with a head injury. Blos did not make the main after making it last weekend. Better days lie ahead for Chris Blos. Um, I'm dedicating this segment, and I wish we had our correspondent, Jason Thomas, on. But your takeout of JT at San Francisco in 05. There's nowhere near Wyndham's takeout on me in Phoenix. You don't think so? There's two different leagues. You broke, like- it, you broke his fork and his disc and everything. Is that the worst you've ever been blown out by Wyndham? By anybody? Uh, I mean, uh, like that That Yeah. One? Dude, I got taken out in 80s on local races. That bad. But Wyndham's was pretty bad, yeah. but I really a, wish we had JT on the line to, to, to refute this. Yeah, JT. You know what? You had a provisional, bro. Yeah, and I I got fined a thousand bucks for that. Did you really? If yeah, you look at the If you look at the picture, it's like almost parallel. It's not like a T-bone or anything. Like, it was the last turn of the last chance. And then he was mad because I had a provisional. Did I know that? Uh, no, I didn't know. And <laughs> did I want to take a provisional? <laughs> if you don't want to take a provisional, just, you know, you know, I yeah. wanted to keep him, you know, for later on. Uh. Hey, the worst I ever got... <laughs> 
destroyed was in the LCQ. I was riding a 250 in 97 on some of the West Coast rounds. Uh-huh. Jeff Matasevich in Phoenix <laughs> just blew me out of my shoes on what the last was that? I think it was 97 in Phoenix. 98. Sun Devil he would have been on Takati team? 111 Pro Circuit. Wasn't he on Takati? No, it was because when it was I rode for Pro Circuit, so it had to be 97. Or 95, maybe. Maybe it was 95. Anyway, he freaking sent me. The chicken. The chicken. I saw chicken uh, at the last race. Yeah, he was there. He He could tell you what the price of Coke is. What is chicken doing (laughs) these days? I think he runs his old man's produce company, right? Uh, They have like a produce fruit stand. There's nothing better than them. Chicken and Rachel right. race uh, ever. Uh. I don't think we're going to see that ever again. That's the NFAB Banging Bar segment dedicated to JT and DV. I wasn't supposed to answer questions or something. That's coming up. That's coming oh, up, yeah. <laughs> DV, you need to calm down a little bit. Relax. I am relaxed. <laughs> You're so You're, All right. When do you get DV a kilo of Coke before the show? <laughs> get him hyped up a little. Uh, I'd like to apologize for Corey Mills if we're hanging up on him. He's very upset on Twitter. Um, this run right. X brand on- goggle tear off segment. Let's do it. It's the X brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Alessi, Canada, Canari, Lieb, Larson, Lemay, Politelli, Baker, all X brand goggle athletes. Check it out xbrand.com. Pulp Show thirteen saves you thirty percent. The best goggles in the business. Kids, sign your contracts. All right. Um. These are questions. You've got 15 seconds to answer these. DV and Ping. Sent in by Corey Moser. You're going to do the time and the, and the thing? Yeah, we'll do Corey the time Michael. as well. Mo- yeah, because Moser did that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> do you like heated floors? <laughs> question one. All right, ready, Tits? Yes, sir. All right. D- question, first question for DV. If you don't hurt yourself in 2002 at the photo shoot we were talking about, do you win the Supercross title? I don't think so. I don't know. It's tough to say. Ricky never lost a championship ever when he was on the bike after, you know, 2000 right. Nationals. You know, he didn't win 99 or yeah. 2000 Supercross. But from 2000 Nationals to whenever he retired, he never lost a championship oh. when he was LT. <laughs> but have faith in yourself. <laughs> am I going to gonna tell you I'm going to beat – I was going to win? 24-point lead? 22-point lead? Uh, yeah, 20. 20. Yeah. 20, but – you know, eight races to go. If I get second every time, is twenty-four points. So it's kind of like I cannot tell you that because okay. seeing the the career of Ricky, he never lost a championship. Are you timing this? No. So. His initial answer was two point two seconds, but yeah. I, I I stopped it. This is explanation. This doesn't count on his time. Yeah. Come okay. On. All right. Sorry. All right. Next question. Question two for DV. Which rider did you enjoy working with the most when you were a team manager? Oof. Uh, maybe Chiz. Chiz or Canada. All right. 4.4 seconds. You get Chiz to sign those contracts? <laughs> um, DV, third question. Is proper riding position overrated, i.e., your elbows up? <laughs> yeah, very overrated. <laughs> very overrated. 4.1 seconds. Jean-Michel Bale is considered the best French rider ever. Who do you consider the second best? Me. Ooh, that was fast. That was full of himself. 1.1 seconds. A minute ago. (laughs) Um, Ping, your turn on the hot seat. Okay. Courtesy of Corey Moser. 
Uh, Did he really come up with these? Yeah. No, he does. Good question. It's too much work for me to do it. He does it. Um, And then I hang up on him. Thank you for your help. (laughs) Yeah, click. Um, As a former team manager, Pingree, is a DNF acceptable when it appears the rider has the ability to finish and salvage some points, Tomac and Barsha in Oakland? It depends on how much they're hurt. I mean, it totally depends. Totally depends on the situation. Okay. Six seconds. In that case... Like for Tomac, like Barsha had already missed a race. I mean, you give up 25 points, I don't know, you're going to have a hard time making that back up. But so for Barsha? In a 450, yes, because it's 17 races. It's it's uh, it's different in the 250F because it's only eight. Yeah. So if you, you lose... Uh, you're not giving if, up 25 points. But if you lose if you lose one race, it's like losing two races in a 450. You know, kind of, so it's pretty... So Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I don't know what Tomac's deal was. If he was able to get up and even get a 15th, that's five points. Yeah. He, he looked a little unsteady when uh, just the, uh, the short I mean, time that they showed him on camera. He, he, he rocked himself, questions. obviously, but that, that, was a, that was a big crash. I don't, that was a big crash. Yeah. Question number two, David Pingree. Is the constant testing during the season by most teams provide an advantage or is it overkill? It provides an advantage. As long as it doesn't burn you out or you don't start going backwards. Who had the most impressive ride in Oakland? Michael Lessie, Top Jimmy, or Andrew Short? Alessi. 3.9 seconds. Do you think that Larry Brooks and LNMC will be back, or is this a permanent vacation? <laughs> Done. That was, that was fast. Half a second. That's it for them. Out. You figure. I, I think I, I think I agree with you. Jeremy won't jump back in those waters, and I think Larry's kind of made his rounds. Yeah, yeah, bad deal, no doubt. Um, Black Ops. DV. Oh, sorry. That DV. just seemed to fit right there. <laughs> Black Ops Moto. Provide better throttle response, a better spark, better starting on your four-stroke. BlackOpsMoto.com. DV. Uh, who's the biggest surprise for you this year? Freeze? Gurky? Lemoyne or Pike? Freeze, for sure. Let's talk about Vince Freeze. You had him as a manager. Yeah. Is he dirty? Um, I wasn't really happy the way he rode sometimes. Like, your boy Kenny came to see me in uh, the <laughs> Dodger Stadium because they were, like, dicing with blows and, and him. But um, I mean, there's so yeah. many guys that want to light him on fire in the pits. He can't do anything. Even if he passes someone clean, he's got such a bad rep that they all, you know, want to get him. But he's impressive. You know, with us, he, he wasn't good. He wasn't good enough. I don't think he has he, – um, he had a spot in the team. I don't I, – the way he was working or anything. Um, I did not go to any races this year. Right. I talked to somebody that's kind of close to the team. And told me that he lost a bunch of weight, maybe 30 pounds or something. He's working with Charles Dow. Oh, is he? He works hard. Yeah. So that's the thing. He wasn't working as hard with us. You know, it's, it's kind of like the same as maybe Milsas. Was he working mm-hmm. that hard last year? Was it the bike or he came this year ready to go? Right. You know, and he comes in with Canada. In fact, those two, are they buddies? Who? Freezing Canada? Yeah, I think so. Because they come in together and they, they both, they go at it. Like yeah. they work out. No, I think 
No, I think that's... that's they work out very oh, hard. Oh, all right, okay. And very then you have to see lap times. He's always like top 15 lap times in, in, in practice. It's it, good. It, he made the four mains. He's been good. You know, like, I think, you know, he impressed impress me a lot, seriously. And um, it's good. He got a top 10 um, last weekend, you know. Mm. There's a few crashes and stuff, but, you yeah, know, that's... Yeah, ninth is a ninth, man. Yeah, ninth is a ninth. Uh, he, but he has... It's just tainted himself he with has. kind of what he's done in the past. Yeah. That whole deal at Glen Helen, like yeah, with Lieb, yeah, yeah. But you know, now he, he he needs to just keep doing what he's doing. It's working and get mm -hmm. good results and just kind of be under the radar for a while, and um, he'd be fine. And um, that's the only thing. I I sent a text to somebody. I said, hey, tell him good job. He's oh, DV cool. still. Interested in sport? Yeah, I yeah, am. Because <laughs> when I see happy? that, I'm what? actually surprised. It makes you happy? Well, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was... Uh, it makes I, me I, sad when DV goes away of the sport, you know? Another, no guy, more, another, no guy, another, another guy that's gone that doesn't remember me as a mechanic. It's true. You know what I mean? You're fading away. Right. All these stupid kids think I'm just some tubby media guy. But the thing is... Sorry, the, sorry the, about, the, sorry the, about only time, the only time you walked on my bike, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. it's best everyone forgets <laughs> yeah it's okay first of all that's an er erroneous statement that was not the only time i worked on your bike i worked on your bike a lot but that you know test bikes or whatever yeah. but yeah i forgot to tighten your front brake caliper and who knew that if they would come off and who knew it would swing into your spokes and lock your front tire up <laughs> oh that happened <laughs> i was going like 10 miles an hour good thing it was good yeah. thing i wasn't ready ready bike is cold gets on the track Triple, 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 yeah, quad, like, whatever. Like he doesn't you, care. You he doesn't just change a motor for Chad Reed, <laughs> and he would pick it off the stand and go, bah, 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 yeah. right you're away. Like, you're like, oh my god. At least he like we for changed, me, we changed forks, cool. and he was like, oh, let me let's you know ride around here, test front brake out. Locked him up, and it, so it locked your wheel up, and you went down. I go like in a turn, and the front wheel locked up. Yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, I felt bad. Hey, mechanics make mistakes. You know, not good ones. Things happen. Um, you know, I did a lot more right, good things than than bad things. I mean, look at Summercross. That's true. Selfie right there. Can't take Get that away. DV. Um, all right. Uh, voicemails. Let's do voicemails and and uh, wrap this thing up. Um, these are the best of the best. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Pulp. You can leave a message anytime. And uh, as usual, these are dedicated to Greg McCurry. Who, uh, who loves these so much. Uh, let's check it out. Pulp MX. Oh, my God. I'm on an Android. Once again, I'm over at my buddy's house looking at his computer because I can't get a Pulp MX spitting out of this damn phone. So keep working on it. I'm listening. I'm waiting for the magic we, hookup. We, we have an Android app coming out. Our Android app. Guy originally, I don't know what happened to him. He could be dead. Um, we have a new guy, though. And, um, yep, he's coming out any day now. Thank what? you to him. He's on Twitter. He built us an Android app. I owe him some money and some tickets to a race. Uh, so soon, everybody on an Android. I need that $1.99 bad. Oh, my God. Thank you. Hey, Steve. I'm the guy who called in about the Facebook remark for uh, the Racer X site. I knew as soon as I hung up, <laughs> that was the wrong thing to do. You guys are brutal. 
Uh, anyway, I found out what's going on. I've been using the same bookmark on my browser for like since 2006, um, and it wasn't working. This oh, guy, what the hell? This guy uh, called in and said, called in the Pulp Show. Couldn't get on Racer X unless you joined Facebook. It was upset that Racer X made you join Facebook to read the website. And we we mocked him. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, we mocked him bad. I think I mocked him on this show. I mocked him on the post race show. You know. I think he deserved mocking. At that were point. you were you on the show when Chip called him? <laughs> yeah. Okay, he was a Chip. I was comparing him to Chip. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. Man. All right. Just oh. let's go. So. Um, so uh, a couple days go by, still no Racer X, and I go to Racer X. Probably three times, four times, five times a day. You know, reading stories and whatnot. Anyway, this is day four. No Racer X. Then I get my email newsletter update saying, join Facebook. Uh, View Racer X through Facebook. And I'm going, what the fuck? I got to join Facebook? So that's where all that came from. Just thought I would throw that at you, just to kind of defend myself. So it was like four days, no racer X. I don't know why. I should have edited this no much updates. sooner. He was, uh, intervention. I was pretty, pretty yeah. upset. Sorry. Uh, Max. Hey, what's up? This is Cody Menorco. And uh, I'm listening to the show with uh, Watson and JT and all that on. That was cool to hear Watson back. Anyways, uh, you guys had Pike on. And uh, I think I have a theory of why Pike is having a hard time getting support. Getting support slowly is his name. He sounds like he's... His name is a European, and nobody wants to hire a European, really, uh, for Supercross. So. The hell's this guy talking Anyways, about? Yeah, that's my thought. Did, He's, did any of you feel like Weston Pike sounds like a European name, or you would stay away from dude, hiring him? Total Euro, bro. <laughs> Even if it was, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, what's Purcell? What's, what's not a European name? Yeah, good point. Sam Jones. No, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, that's... Oh... What's Purcell up to? <laughs> I would say most of the names. Does he out ever there. race again? Does he ever race in America or GPs or anything? Yeah, what is up with Purcell? Good question. <laughs> I've heard a rumor that a team wanted to offer him a deal to race East Coast this year. But he can't. He won it twice. Yeah. I'm like, you can't do it. Oh, what you, do you think about that? But no, he's in Florida. And then. Um, I think he's bringing people over to do like schools at his track or something, or at home for a well, week. He, is he done racing? He's not. I don't know. I'm, you know what? I haven't talked to him since uh, uh, Texas Fr- Freestone, Freestone 2011. That didn't work out so good. So, do you think Ginobili? <laughs> you want you think, to talk about a talented Ginobili, guy? You think Ginobili blamed you on that? Or how'd that go? Was that ugly for you? Cause you no. Kinda, you kind of stu- you you made it happen. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm, let's face it, we all thought, I mean, you know, none of us knew that it would blow up in your face like it did, DV. No, we made it happen in three weeks. And we, I think we did, we did a share of work. We worked really hard to make mm-hmm. it happen. It didn't work out. That's the way it is. Yeah, we got a lot of hit, but. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> uh, when you find out you, your writer is not coming on the French website, he's giving an interview. <laughs> I'm traveling. I read uh, LeBigUSA.com, and he makes an interview saying he's not coming. He's not coming to the race. Yeah, as you know. 
Oh, so, uh, okay. it was a tough. It was a tough deal. Yeah, no. I, well, I always wondered if Chinova... I had some tough deals in my career as a writer and as a mm-hmm. manager for sure. But, I always thought well. maybe Genova like put that on you a little bit. No, I think you know what I mean. You know, I was, you know, I was Moto Concepts, you know, and Genova wanted him, so we worked a deal. And, oh, okay, right. and um, and I was excited to get a, a guy like this All in right. the team, but well. you know, I think. You could have asked uh, Genova, but I think he's he's on my side and I'm yeah. on his side. All right. uh, it's the birthday girl, Georgia Lindsay Albertson. Yes. Happy birthday. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Are you guys bombing sake at Shoguns? Dude, maybe. Uh, no, we we're on the way back now. But I just wanted to let you ping now. I like I wasn't a letdown. We went out in the end and. We did a sake bomb. I only did one, but still. How much champagne did you drink by yourself? <laughs> Shut up. Does everyone need to know I'm a loser? Seriously? <laughs> it was only two mimosas, all right? That was it. Just a couple and more then, mimosas. And then, Can, yeah, hey, then George, I had George. a couple of random sake slash vodka and a, a sake bomb. Hey, can you say Twitter for us? Twitter. 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 It's because it actually has T's. I don't pronounce my T's as D's, like water. Harry Potter. It's Harry on Twitter. Potter. It's got two T's, dude. Is it Potter it's on Harry Twitter? Potter. Harry Potter. No, Potter would be P O T T A. It's not spelled P O D D E R. Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're leaving your R's off. Hey, how it, the hell did you hear that? Oh, I got ears. Shut up. I, Harry Potter. <laughs> did you see the stickers that were made for Harry Potter this weekend? No. Were they good? They were awesome. Modo Pro made these little Harry Potter stickers with a little footprint. They were cute. Nice. Harry Potter. He's a star. Harry Potter. He's awesome. He's at the house and... Okay, today, I'm probably totally ruining the show. I'm actually calling just for you, but as people listening or whatever. But I hear this barking outside, and Harry's wagging his tail by himself with a frisbee in his mouth playing basketball. And I'm not kidding you. He's barking with a frisbee in his mouth playing basketball. (laughs) Well, it sounds like you need to enter that dog into a contest of some sort. America's got talent. Yeah, yeah, something. That dog is better than Jimmy. I love him. (laughs) That dog is better than Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, poor Even Jimmy. Even if he does get 11th, right, he's right, still better right. than Jimmy. Great ride for for Jimmy Alberts and Beer Optics, X-Brand Goggles. Dog got, I know, dog right? Got, got some action today, too. see through the triples. I don't know what that meant. But, yeah, that was good. I was proud. Best best ever 450 years old. Yeah, it's great. No, we were uh, thinking about having him on the show tonight, but he just didn't quite make the cut. Too bad. Yeah. He's, he's, al- he's cool. always on. He's, he's only al- a little bit cool. He's always on the show. We got. We got. We can't always have it. I'm uh, not gonna lie. Considering we live in a motorhome and we don't have TV or anything, like we don't listen to the show. We just like to call and speak to you. That's all it is. Um, come to America, Georgia. I'm gonna sweep you off your feet, and you're gonna live in a motorhome in Murrieta. <laughs> no, Beaumont. not even there. Beaumont. Dude, it takes us. It takes us an hour on Google Maps to get back from Murrieta to Beaumont. Welcome to America, Seriously, Beaumont. I spent eight hours playing Tetris today, and I swear to God, I am not lying. <laughs> uh, what a, what a, what a, living the dream. You're yeah. living the dream, Georgia. Just a pu- hey, princess. Hey, I'm having fun. Me and Harry Potter are buds. 
Bye. <laughs> uh, thanks, Georgia. Anyway, sorry ha- to completely no, or, get no, crash your show. Have no. fun. Good give, night, everyone. Give Jimmy a hug for us. Yes. Okay, he says bye. All right. Bye. Hey, Jimmy. Bye. See ya. Uh, Georgia Alberton, birthday girl. 25. I wish I was 25 again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm saying it'd be great to be young again. You know, I'm an old guy. Oh, man. That's all I'm saying. Smiling. (laughs) Yeah, you're glowing over there, man. Hey, buddy. (laughs) All right. That's Um, so funny. uh, What were we. That's so funny. Oh, voicemails. Let's finish these things. I got questions for Pingree in here. Okay. He's cool, dude. Uh, yeah, right on. Later. Uh, That's the question? No. What up, Pulp MX? It's Todd from the Eastern Shore, Maryland. Just wanted to say uh, thank you, Steve, and congratulations. Just finished listening to the show 116, and we got all the way to the last 30 minutes before we heard anything about Ferry, and it was brought up by a guest, and Steve commented and moved on and got on with the show. Appreciate it, man. Pulp MX rocks. Uh, keep up the good work, fellas. Baby steps, man. Baby steps. <laughs> well, first step submitting you got a problem. Yep. Absolutely. And uh as I look around and in every direction that I look, I have something Tim Ferry on my walls. Probably the next step is to remove some of that. I'd like to put together a list of like ten things that you can't mention for a week and see if you could do it. Rollerball, ferry, Manitoba titles. Summer yeah. cross, summer cross. Super yeah, summer cross for sure. Memorial two thousand. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have any material whatsoever. No, I don't know what you'd say. You'd stand up here and say the <laughs> F word. I don't know what would come out of your mouth. Are you meaning like on the show? Just for a or week. Just show in, to show. With, one time. With, with my wife? In like, life. Can I talk to her? About, like, no. Hockey. No, for hockey, a whole week. Too. Oh, hockey. Hockey. I'll even give you hockey because you're Canadian. You could talk about that. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Hello. I just want to comment on Andrew Short's sixth place finish. What does that say about these factory boys or factory engines? This is Officer Dangle? This guy sounds like Beavis or That'll make you want to smack a monster girl. And Mr. Stefan Mathis, can't wait to meet you again. We're some more staring off ices. Bye, guys. Creepy. He sounds like a short kiddo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. That's Officer Dangle from Reno 911 right there. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Mexico show listeners. Right there. Do you remember meeting this guy? No. Yeah, Apparently, he had smeared off ices. I, I used to like smeared off ices when I was uh... a girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny you say that though. That girl right there in the chair, the one wearing a Moser sweater, she told me you can't drink these. Like I was like twenty, yeah, ten years ago, babe. I don't know, whatever, right? Yeah, you can't drink these. Stop ordering these. I'm like, they're good. No. Like I go to the bar. I'm just like, hey, it's Murder of Ice, man. <laughs> I didn't know. She stopped me from drinking that. <sighs> Nicely done. Right. Hey, Mathis, this is Joseph. Uh, I had something that I wanted to comment about after listening to the Anaheim 2 post-race report. And it's uh, I, I want to preface it by saying that I'm a diehard listener to the show. Um, I haven't. I haven't listened to any music really uh, during my daily commute since you started putting, uh, since you started using Stitcher. So I'm a fan. I listen to everything you've put out, all the shows, all the podcasts, all the race reviews, all the interviews, everything. But I've noticed over the past couple of weeks, actually, since Kenny's left, that you're starting to get rather snarky and almost uh, highfalutin. I would, uh, I would say, and it's. 
today, for the first time ever, I turned off uh, a podcast. I was just tired of hearing it. Um, when it was with Kenny, it was funny because it was your back and forth, but now it seems like you're still in your routine and there's no Kenny there to to, to bounce that back and forth with, and it's just kind of starting to get petty. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I must throw this out there, given that I'm an airline pilot, there is no such thing as a G6. One rapper saying about it, can't expect him to know what he's talking about. There is no G6. There is a G5. There is a G650. There is no G6. So, anyhow, I uh, hope the show keeps going on, and I hope you uh, start being a little nicer to your guests and your co-hosts and stop interrupting everyone. Bye. Eh, well, I mean, he sure showed me. You're an a-hole. What's yeah, the, all what's comes a G6? What's a G6? Uh, private plane. Well, oh, okay. a G6 isn't anything. Right. A G650 <laughs> is yeah. a private plane. Sorry, bro. I got my private jet stuff wrong. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not in that circle of people. Um, I'm going to have a private jet guy here, though, in the studio. Show him technical stuff. Are you going to do it? I'm going to show him everything show that's around. here. Everything that's in this room. That's where dreams are uh, dreams come The lion's den is not far. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize I was getting snarky and highfalutin. I don't even know what that means, to be honest with you. But um, I'm, flute, I'm, I'm French. Kind of try, try being French and understanding <laughs> that. Right. What yeah. does that mean? I don't know. Uh, Where'd you get that sweater from? <laughs> I got it on uh, It was like take an additional 40% off on the clearance rack at Express Fashion Show. Fashion Show Mall. Just today? It was 1999 minus 40% off. Can't beat that. It looks like I'm going skiing in the eighties <laughs> in the French Alps. Well, I didn't wanna I didn't wanna in the eighties in the French Alps. I'm no fashionista. Okay. What? what? I yeah, know what? Yeah, we know we know you don't have to point that out, buddy. I know. But uh I just want to make a comment on that sweater. That's good. It's All right. sick. Let's go. Yes. Come on. Hey Steve, I'd like to hear your thoughts on something on tonight's show if you could uh what do you think about Wyndham still doing the opening ceremonies? Uh, you know, it's a huge risk. Some of these jumps he's doing, there's a hell of a chance of him uh, really hurting himself bad. And I know his concerns were uh, not wanting to keep racing because he doesn't want to hit the ground and get hurt again. That's been on his mind. And it really surprises me that he's doing some of these transfers in the dark um, because you and I both know that, man, that's a really risky thing. And it could go wrong in a hurry. And I hate to see the guy get injured after uh, – retiring just by coming out and being a showman. Anyway, I was wondering what your thoughts were on that situation. Good for K-Dub. He's great, and uh, we're going to miss him. We Keep up the good work, and uh, more Pingree. See ya. Uh, less Pingree. <laughs> we... <laughs> hey, what do you say about this? To me, I think for K-Dub, the transfers are easy. He says they are. Yeah, uh, he's I, not... You know what? I, I agree 100% with the colder with the voicemail. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be sketchy as hell in the dark trying to jump. Yeah, like exactly. That. He, j- he, he just like kn- he just knows he's got a really good feel for that. He he knows that if he goes third gear, half throttle, and stuff, far is gonna go. You know what I mean? I don't he's think he's in third gear. Is well, he? I'm just some of them. Is 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 great? Is awesome doing that, but that's awesome. Yeah, but if you go you go to any track where he's been riding from day one, back when he rode 125s, you'll see lines up the sides of jumps. He goes out, and that's what he does. Yeah. He makes transfers okay. on any track he rides. He, yeah. he just that's his that's what you he know, has to do. That's right. his deal. Right. Some of us like killing hookers. Some of yeah. us like doing transfers. Some of us transfer cocaine across right. state borders. Notice Titsy goes, yeah. Yeah. Listen to that creepy, yeah. <laughs> I just think for him it's like that's not that big a deal. But racing with a bunch of guys jumping around right. you and he did transfers this week, two of them with no goggles on. 
No goggles. Well, it's goggles not like he's going that fast. Goggles ah, aren't you crash handlebar, bro. Who? Uh, Wyndham. If you if you crash and have a handlebar come at you, your lens is popping out. You're still getting it in the eye. Not X brand. Yeah. Oh boy. Someone asked who's going to do the transfers for him next X year. X brand. That's another thing you can't talk about for a week. Why do you do this to me? Do I'm we, just can saying. I, can, can I talk about pizza? Do we really yes. need okay. transfers? Pizza doesn't come up every ten minutes. Okay. In my mind, it does. I think the transfers are cool. Uh, yeah, in my mind, it actually does. Too. <laughs> ice cream comes up yours for sure. It does. Never seen anybody eat ice cream like oh, you. I love it. Uh, all right. I love the transfers. I think they're. I all mean, right. I'm, you know. All right. I think every round that's something completely new and different that everybody's going. Ooh, what's he going to jump? All right. It's going to be a bummer. Someone's have to take that over. Trey. Probably Trey. Trey will do everything. Hey, Steve. Hey, this is Mark out of Orlando. Um, I just want to remind you, if you have David Pingree on tonight, I, I have sent in several questions for him that haven't been played for him um, in the voicemails. One was uh, whether that crash um, that he had with the bike, you know, fell apart, that him racking his nuts caused him to have uh, girls instead of boys which would have uh, been better, obviously, so he could you know, produce a motocrosser. And secondly, whether um, his lack of effort um, compared to Ricky Carmichael's effort, um, if you ever think about that, his lack of effort, uh, you know, causing you know, his, his kids and his wife not to have a great life uh, like Ricky's Carmichael's family. Um, that's it. Uh, hope all is well. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Wait, what? What was the first question? Um, you racking your nuts? I, I didn't hit my nuts when my bike broke in half. My belly flopped. So, yeah, that's I, I, just I was wondering if you had some nonsense. other story where you no. racked your nuts. Okay. No, I didn't rack my. So nuts. you have two girls, though. You produce two girls. Yeah, it's just what I'm making. I'm I'm, I'm throwing Y chromosomes or whatever. What is it? Whatever. Are you asking Rocky the dog? X Y chromosomes. Are you asking Rocky the dog? Anyway, I was looking. Hey, bud, what are we shooting over here? <laughs> um, uh, the other one, what? Why? I, uh, I didn't put the effort in so yeah, I have Ricky's if, life. Yeah, if you had worked as hard as Ricky did, you would have more money and a better life because Ricky worked harder than you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, for me, if I rode as much as he did, I would just burn out. I I, I hated yeah. being on the bike when I rode as much as he did because I went and stayed with him for a while and did exactly what he did. Right. Um, and, he, and he rode a lot. He rides yeah. a lot. I, rode we so went much. there. Everybody, me, me, every, everybody hated it going there. Yeah. Even Ernie can tell you, Fonseca. It's just so much it's time just, on the bike. Every time he, he had to go with Honda to Ricky's and train during the summer, he was like, dude, I don't want to go. We ride so much. I'm over it. Myself and uh, a guy I, that I used to work for, Shrimp Shreri, went to. Shrimp, shrimp Ferry? Went to RC's <laughs> in 99 in the middle of the summer. 100-degree humidity, three 30s in a day. Uh, Shrimp Shreri only made it two and a half before he pulled off and needed an IV that night. Uh, <laughs> and then Jason, he was doing turns. Like the yeah, tr- yeah the, then he'll no, do turns on track and then Jay- start. Jason Thomas only did two, wouldn't even start the third 30. Rough, whooped-out sand track. Yeah, crazy, right? So, you know, everybody's got to find a program that works for them. I wish I had better people around me that would have steered me a little bit better. Yeah. Especially, yeah, I, it was my own fault because Randy tried, but right. I made some stupid mistakes. But I had a lot of injuries. That was my problem. Right. I could stay healthy. Well, I broke a femur on Femurs, knees. Yeah, that year was going to be 96. a good year for me. and Broke a femur and blew out a knee. 
And you crash with uh, in the wolves with Casey Johnson, Anaheim. Six. <laughs> no, that was uh, Dob. I took Dob. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, corner whoops. We, we, corner we whoops. Oh, was that race. the race? Yeah, okay. yeah. I grabbed a gear and just I was squeezing <laughs> yeah. through like a six-inch area. Yeah, that was the one that yeah. Schnell called in and wanted to fight you after. Yeah, you were talking did. crap on him and his brother. I did. Yeah, Schnell did. got second that day. Yeah, uh, you were good that year. Ryan's got a question for David Pingree. Ryan, what's up, man? Ryan, uh, that's me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Pingree, I was just wondering. Even like Davey, like have you ever been on the line and you had to go like boom boom really bad? And like, what do you do? Boom boom. Yeah, you gotta like just go to the bathroom. What are we talking about here? A, a twosie? <laughs> yeah. Um, you ready to go number two on the line? What about three? like any stories of back in the day where like i did i was I, watching the grid outdoors and i remember davy saying that you had to like go really bad but you didn't let it blow i'm just wondering if there's any like stories like that where you encountered like not feeling good and you're just like dude i gotta go but like 30 second boards up yeah i i had a i had a moment at broom tioga one year um and it was funny because that same race, I remember doing our parade lap, and the guys, I, I don't know, maybe they still do it, and i just not paying attention, but we, there used to be guys kind of on that back hill pulled off, and everybody's just peeing. Yeah. There's like 30 guys peeing. Yeah, the until the step field. up. Yeah, like the yeah everybody's yeah. just peeing off the side of the track everywhere. You're doing your parade lap, you smell weed the whole time. I just remember going, this is weird, man. Like, <laughs> dudes just pulled over peeing, you know, in front of people. There's yeah. the guys at the stands, and they're just up against their yeah. bike peeing. JSR used to pee in, in front of people, yeah, all day long. He'd whip his hog out. So I get to the line from that race, and I kind of had an upset stomach. I can't remember <laughs> what year it was. Cream. Probably. And uh, I kind of rolled a cheek to fart. This is literally one minute card is up. And a few extra calories, and I kind of <laughs> greased them a little bit. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, and you, know, you kind of feel when your cheeks are a little wet. <laughs> I had to just run at 30 plus 2 with that. I don't think I did that well, that moto. Be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah. DV. Anyway. DV. No, that's not really. No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he takes the high road. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, filled with the oxbows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, bye. All right. Well, hey, uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. DV, thank you for coming by, bro. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I wish you, was, I wish you fun. I'll I be you, back soon. I wish you I did more in the sport. Yeah. I wish DB knows a lot, man. A lot of knowledge. No, he does. The best is getting a few drinks in him, and he starts going on rants about the sport, people, and things. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, Next time, we need to keep LeBig here and be his DD, and he can just cocktail yeah, up. Yeah, a little start getting on the theories. Of, Get a bottle of Jaeger next time. Yeah. No, thanks for coming by, man. Uh, yeah, if you ever in Vegas again, no worries. Always welcome. So, thank you. And bring a sweater. Um, <laughs> uh, Pookie, Pookie, do you like my sweater? Let me get a photo of that. Yeah, she yeah, likes it. Let's, let's take some pictures of this. Let's rock this thing. 1983. The French Alps. <laughs> uh, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection. Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops, Brat Bar. We gave away a neck brace tonight. Yeah, we did. We gave away a free gun hoodie. Yep. We gave away, we're giving away Trey Canard's signature gear from Fly uh-huh. Racing. Atlas gave the neck brace away, free gun hoodie. What else we give away? Race Tech Gold Suspension. Race is on Tech the Facebook Gold Valve Suspension they gave away for us. Uh, 
We got privateer shirts to give away next week. Right. Um, wow, we got great sponsors. Yeah, we do. I think people should buy shit from all of our guys. Um, Mike Genova, thank you. Derek Anderson, thank you. Travis Baker, thank you. David Pingree, Pookie, Lissamore, Tits. Suck it, corndog. David Villeman, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you in one week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and... It was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho.